require a three-bedroom bisexual house share. It ain't nobody got time for that. We said net and... Shut the hell up! Hello and welcome to show 128 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay! What's that, 128? It is. 128. 128. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, can I ask, did you you add some extra drum beats into that mix? Actually, I I started playing, I forgot I had it on um, the soundboard as well, so... Um, when I did the thing with the stuff, then it played it doubly. So yeah, I didn't add it in permanently. It was just when I was doing the live remix this week, do it live. Uh, it was a little funny and silly. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funky for, I thought, oh, he's funky did up a bit. I do like to funky things up, you know? I mean, I'm the kind of guy who likes to take something normal and make it a little funky. That's just kind of who I am. You are a funky kind of guy. Yeah. Funky guy. And people know that. That's why they send me things that are funky. Dance, dance, a summy scratch beat. Let's go. Dance, I like to dance. I like to dance. I wanna dance. I need to dance, baby. I wanna dance. When Paulie's on his mind, uh-huh. to- Cool. <laughs> That's from Primrose. Thank you, Primrose. Yeah. Have you have you listened to DJ Oil yet? I keep asking this, but you know, nope, send you, I send you these cool nope. like recommendations. You don't even. Hey, do I bother. give you recommendations for music every week? Yeah, and I've listened. I've got a story about that. I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that. Oh, we're we're getting the story time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut, cut, cut. We've got to introduce people first. I'll get that out of the way first. Who are you? Uh, I'm the daddy. There you go. Otherwise known as Stu. All that stuff. And we've also got Chinny. Hello. Now, he may sound... Now, he may sound slightly strange this week because his headset's broken. Because I smashed it against the wall because that's the way a real diva got a floss. Yep. You sound really weird, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible he may sound like that. See, I did the classic it'll be okay uh, routine with my headset. Last week when I started to record the overseas connection, I noticed there was a problem with the kind of the microphone jack and I thought, I'll fiddle around and it came back on. Um, like a true man, I f- completely forgot about that problem until the moment uh, came to record again tonight. And if so, the listeners are wondering, why didn't you go get a new headset? Well, the answer is... Ain't nobody got time for that! Exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And we've also got Duke. Yay! Now, I, hello, listeners. I had to set up this sound club a little bit because there's this guy, Greg Proops. He was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's really funny. He has a podcast called The... Smartest Man in the World podcast. And at one point recently, he was reading a news article out, and it described Rush, you know, the band Rush, as the being ca- a punk the Canadian, rock group. The Canadian band. They are a Canadian band, yes. yes. And so the article described them as being a punk rock group. And he said, no, they're not punk. And then he had to make it clear the difference between the sounds. Punk rock goes like this. That's how punk rock goes. Rush goes like this. I don't know what the fuck. I've never listened to a Rush song the whole way.
way through. <laughs> really... So if you've never heard Rush, now you know what Rush sounds like. That's, that is truly awesome. But uh, that's a great segue because talking to music, right, and you just accused me of not listening to your recommendations. Well, I listened no, to one I, of I was making a joke. I know you listen to my recommendations. Well, listen, listen, right. I, you, know, you, bra- no you mentioned Brain Tax. So I thought, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll give, you know, Spotify is great for stuff like this because you can just have a look. Yep, it's on there. I'll give it a listen because it's free. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to pay for it. And yeah, interestingly, right, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but he comes from Leeds. Yes, uh, you got to put is, the leads in. That's what yeah, he always says. Which is the north of the country, not too far away from where I live, but the uh-huh. other side of the Pennines, which is Yorkshire. Um, so has a fairly broad accent, uh, similar to mine, but a, a, bit, a bit broader. No, that is that's definitely not a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. So is that not Leeds? No. It's all the fucking sound up there anyway. A Yorkshire accent is similar to what you, t- you, you and you know Diablo many years ago when you did your you know pigeon air strikes and all that you know black pudding fighter. That's a, that's a little bit more Yorkshireish, I guess. <sighs> you're going yeah. way old school now, man. None of the listeners have any idea what you're talking about. Anyway, so anyway, I was listening to I was listening to the album you recommended, right? Ah. Uh-huh. And then, as I was listening to a particular yes, this, this song, video I've got to set, podcast. listen, though, no, I've got to set the picture for this. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get I've got to set the picture for this. So, I'm listening to a particular song on the album, and then I had a vision in my head of Duke listening to this song and having not a clue of what he was referring to, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's like every song. <laughs> right. So, I've sent the link to Duke, and it should, if it starts at the right place, it should be fine. So, let's have a quick listen to that. Okay, here we go. Loading it up now. Munchies! Yeah, this is the one about, like, desserts and stuff, isn't it? Not desserts, but let's have a listen. Tuesday I record, Wednesdays I record. <laughs> so, so I had this vision, right? Because literally he's rhyming <laughs> off British biscuits, that's what. Yeah, well, I picked that up from y'all. <laughs> I, well, on the, when you sign up for the forums, it's like, what's your favorite kind of biscuit? And they go, hobnobs. Yeah. Oh, I know what hobnobs is. <laughs> Brain tags mentioned them. What about that song is when he goes, uh, don't call it a pastry, it's a chocolate eclair. Because that's a reference to the LL Cool J song, uh, uh, Mama Said Knock You Out, when he goes, don't call it a comeback. But yes, I, I did chuckle to myself because I'm like, he's, he'll have no idea what a Gary Baldy is, <laughs> or a really yo-yo. Nope. You know, or any of those Mama said, knock your ass. <laughs> Mama said, eat some biscuits. <laughs> Mama said, learn your biscuits. <laughs> Mama said, learn your differentiated terms for sweet meats that people eat in different parts of the different countries. But yes, I was quite impressed with the album. I've given it... Or just a- knock you ass. <laughs> If you listen, so yes, I was yeah. kind of. And you're right; it's it's got a really weird ending because it's like it just yeah. stops and then the it door does. shuts and that's right. it. And I'm like, that's like the end of his career. Like, I'm out of here. Screw y'all. Yeah. Like Hartman, <laughs> screw you guys. I'm yeah. going ham. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, a good recommendation. I'll, I'll quite. Glad you like. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting into a bit more hip hop now. You know, oh, listening yeah. to your recommendations. Hippity hip. uh, hop. Hippity uh, hop. All right. Video games. Hop, 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 hop. Um. Well, I'm gonna go last. Tonight, because I've got oh, way too much. You don't usually come last. So yeah, I'm going to come last for a change. Oh, shall we go first? You want me to go first? I can go first if you like. I don't care. I think I have an opinion. I can go first. Uh, listeners, I don't care. Say what you think. Yes, listeners, write in. Write in, right? We'll wait. 
Uh, yeah. When we get an email, I'll start at that okay. point. Here we go. We're going to wait. Go. Okay. Go ahead. Send us some Twitters. Come on. Hurry up. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it with the Twitter. Yeah, actually, this isn't going to work, is it? No, is it? the reason this isn't going to work is because we'd have to wait quite a while, you see. Ah. I haven't thought and, and waiting is a, an arduous process. And uh... Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. I'll, I'll start then. Look, seeing as there's all this debate, I'm going to start. Right. Okay. Here's the thing, right? You know when you try to justify something to yourself by coming up with an excuse why you need to do something? Yes. Does that make sense? You know when you do that thing where you're just like, I need to do this because of this, you know, and you sort of come up with a fairly rational reason for doing something. Right. The reason I had to strangle that cat was because... Not I had cats. It looked right. at me in a funny way. can't say that to a cop. You know, yeah. yeah, something like right. that. Uh, All right, so this is your story time, is it then? No. Story, yeah, story time's this coming is, up later. This is the introduction to what I've been playing. Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what story time is. Yeah, exactly. So, right. It's, uh, a, it's a video game, I swear. You know, I've listened to Ginny, you know, talk about Minecraft the last few weeks and <laughs> other people talk about oh, Minecraft. You give on, Stu? And so then I thought, got to thinking, I'm thinking, well, you know, and I said this thing about it stealing my life if I got it because I know that I'd end up just building shit for no reason and wasting loads of time doing nothing particularly. And then I thought, I know, but this would be a good game for Millie to play so I could play that in co-op. Yes, for Millie, yes. You're in a... Yeah, I, I I think Millie would love this game, in fact. So I went and got some Microsoft points and I bought Minecraft. And yeah. So, to be fair, I did play it with Millie first. You know, I thought. Well, play- you, you mean play with. You mean she watched? No, no, no. We played in co op. <gasps> okay. Playing in co-op. I shouted at her a lot because she wasn't like looking at the ground most of the time, then looking at the sky, and then looking at the ground again, and was struggling. Classic noob. Yeah. She didn't instantly pick up how to play a. No, I, yeah. I, it's that first-person perspective. I don't agree with beating your children, Stu, but I hope you enforce it. <laughs> I did. That's what he needs to justify. I did. <laughs> uh, so, so we set it on peaceful mode, you know, so we wouldn't yes. get killed. No Take that, monsters. No monsters. And. We, we started building a house, but obviously, you know, we didn't get torches quick enough and stuff. And then it was dark. And then Millie's like, we just need to look at each other until it becomes daylight again. <laughs> so it's so, like, <laughs> so we had that, right? You get any torches? Oh, classic noobs move. <laughs> it was yeah. a very classic noob move. Wow. Uh, so anyway, did all that stuff. And then and this was on Saturday. So we started, Kay was out for the night. So we, so we said, we'll play Minecraft together at the night, right? So we started playing at about, probably about eight o'clock. And and she's going, Daddy, I want to no, go to sleep. I'm no, tired. by, by 10.30, right? So we've been playing for an hour and a half. I was like, you're going to have to go to bed now. Oh, can we not just play for a bit longer? Right? One so, more fix. Uh, listen, listen, it was seriously right. So I'm like, no, you've got to go to bed. It's, it's getting really Yeah, off you go. Are you coming too, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm right, getting really high. So oh, gotta go to, gotta go to bed. Gotta go to bed. for four more hours. So, so then, so then she eventually went upstairs, and she's like, "Oh, we could just build one more bit, or we could just do this, or we could just do that." Right? So, it was, so that all happened. Then, obviously, I noticed Bongo the same was playing, and he was joinable. So I thought, "Oh, I'll join Bongo and see what he's." Oh, up. I haven't played this in a million years. All right, see what he. <laughs> so anyway, incidentally, Bongo 
uh, was in the gate server when I joined him. Ta-da! Ta-da! Welcome and, to Minecraft! I know, and wow. I mean, Mark Annix gave me the tour, so thanks for yeah. that, Mark. It was yeah. very Mark cool. Mark always gives you the tour. He gave me the tour, and he, I saw all these... So, and, and honestly, right, okay. Have you ever, like, you know when you go on holiday to somewhere new, and you've never been there before, and you see something that's a bit awe-inspiring or cool, and you're like, wow, that's a really cool feeling to see that. It was like that. It was really weird. It was like when you go on holiday and visit somewhere really cool. And it, I, I can't describe how weird it was. And but you just did, didn't you? Yeah, but like I got there, obviously, when it was nighttime. And it sounds weird. It's like going on holiday on a plane or something. I got there when it was nighttime, and obviously all the stuff's all lit up, and there's torches everywhere, and flaming blocks, and glowy things, and cool buildings, and crazy structures, and Ferris wheels. And did you see my house? I saw your house. It was impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Daddy, what does it mean when someone's gay? Yeah. <laughs> it was It was gigantic. I mean, Chinny's house, right? I, I'm not being funny here. It is gigantic. You know? You're always being funny because you're funny. Uh, yeah, so so that was cool, right? And then Bart went, well, you know, find yourself a spot and build something. So I was like, okay, then. Uh, Stu, if I were... I mean, I'm not. I'm not. But if I were to be playing this now and I wanted to find your house, yeah. where would it be? Virtually in the middle of the map. It's it's right near the. This plot right here. I I sort of I sort of built you you can you can't miss it. It's a bit, now interestingly right. I built this house and it's it's mainly all wooden glass right. And then you see this is the thing with Minecraft. Right? You start building something. I leveled all the ground on the top of this hill, so I'm right on top of a hill, right. And I leveled all the ground and I thought I'm going to build myself like a really sort of modern minimalist house with all wooden glass walls and stuff, right? And and there's plenty of stuff around me. I'm right near the beach, so I'm not too far from the beach, so I can get plenty of sand to make. So you're not in the middle then. Well, yeah, he sort of is in the. You know where the cross middle for the, the middle beach. of the map is literally around. You can't. Well, you sort of can miss it, but you can't really miss it. You can't miss it. But it's right next to it. I'll tell you the easiest way to find it. Do you know? I don't know where you know. There's a lake, and in the middle of this lake, there's like a really thin column going up, and then there's like four buildings on top of it. and It's massive. And I have to look at the map. Where would it be on the map? It's sort of in the middle. You know where the cross is in the middle of the map. It's just around there to about. I can't remember. It's the left or right of the cross. So it's in that area. So it's where the cross on the map is. Oh. So anyway. Hmm. So that all... So I've that, got somewhere to vandalize. So I started building. <laughs> hey, don't be vandalizing. I spent... I've spent well, anyway. Right. Yeah, we'll oh, like, right. Chinny didn't. We'll come to how long I've spent. It's story time for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to how long I've spent. If you want to talk about vandalism, I've got it to look the, the, the amazing... Has anything else happened recently, Chinny, to your house or sign or anything <laughs> by any chance? No, I have to admit it. So bad... The, the thing that happened to me so bad, I considered even quitting it. <laughs> I know something that happened, whether it's the same thing or not, is, is up for debate, but I know something that happened. If, if whatever it is, let me discuss. Because Okay. So anyway, so anyway, I started building this house, right? And I did the first floor, and I did all the glass stuff, and I've got a it, waterfall. When I talked about Minecraft, I didn't talk about which well, listen, floor. I'm coming to the, how stupid okay. this game is, right? So I've got a waterfall coming down from the bottom of my house and it goes down a hillside and then it's got a pool at the bottom and I've built a little garden at the bottom with glass blocks and stuff for the bottom, right? But I got to the top, right, and I'd finished building the house and stuff and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Hmm. And then you'd sort of figure out something else to do. And then what I started doing was extending it into the treetops. So it's sort of, yeah. from the top of the house, it's got like platforms on the treetops now. 
uh, and they're all linked together by walkways and stuff. So it's like a tree house come normal house come. And it's just, it's so like, you just have to, oh, I need more wood now. So you go and cut some more wood. And then, oh, I need some more glass. So you go and get some more sand. And anyway, I started playing, obviously, as I said, at nine o'clock with Millie. And I went to bed at half past three on Saturday night. And then as soon as I got up in the morning, <laughs> guess what was the first thing I did? <laughs> <laughs> the hypocrisy of you chastising a kid for yeah. wanting to play video games as soon as yeah. you wake up. As soon as I got up, I went and played Minecraft, and I played for a few more hours. Then we See, did. Here's some- the thing. Yeah, it used to be that when Chinny started in with this box, Stu and I would go, oh, "I don't know what are you talking about. Who cares? This is so stupid." Now the two of you get to just <laughs> yep, 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 and I get to sit here and go, "Whatever." Boom. Bored. But I have I to. Give, I have Skyrim to keep me entertained. I have to give a warning to people, though, right? And I have I got, got zombie a, mannequins in my freaking Riften house. You and SL, me and SLH and uh, Burr Salem, we can have oh, our conversation. By the way, SLH Sky- is in Minecraft now as well. She's got a house in oh, the game. Great, so, so much for her yeah. playing this game. And <laughs> Sorry, being- just telling you. Look, anyway, the thing is, right? Uh, Minecraft is a bit mean. It's a little bit mean, right? And I have some pretty big issues with the 360 version of it now. I've been led to believe this happens when you have a world where there's lots of people using it and they've built loads of stuff is a problem because it has issues uh, streaming in what people have built. That's right. And it it, it can be quite hideous. So you're walking along and there's nothing in front of you. It's just blue. And what you don't realize is, and I I found this to my dismay last night, and I'll come to that in a minute, but um, if you walk into a bit that hasn't yet streamed in, you will fall to your death. So It doesn't know it's there, so it hasn't drawn it. Yeah, so be very, very careful. So you have to wait till each street, and it takes. Sometimes it takes ages to pop. Sometimes I haven't had that problem too often. Some nights are worse than others, but to be honest, most of the time it's pretty fine. Yeah, so it was pretty bad doing What's that. Your connection, mate. Yeah. So anyway, so so anyway, then I was obviously on again last night. I thought, oh yeah, I'll go and do some glass and build the last of my platforms. And I showed SLH around my house, and she was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like your house, Stu. So anyway, that all happened. You big loser. And then it, the server crashed. Uh, so it all froze, and then Mark had to contact Parsnip Nose to get it up and running again. And... Yeah. It's happened quite a few times. So that happened, right? And I lost all my glass blocks that I'd just made, which was a bit, bit sort of annoying. But that's not the worst thing that happened because as soon as it, as soon as I saw, that wasn't the worst thing. No. As soon as I came again, there's a crazy man walking into my house and attacked me with a chainsaw. It I don't think that was more drama here. It random spawns you, right? When obviously when that happens, it just spawns you in a random place on the map. It spawns you back in the middle, or the game the other. Well, yeah, around that area. But unfortunately, it spawned me in a really high position, uh, and I happened to walk off the edge and fell to my death, right? Mm. Which was particularly annoying because you lose everything you're carrying, a la <laughs> demon souls or dark souls, and apparently you can get it back, but I have no idea where it was, right? But the worst thing is losing your map. Because yeah. when you lose your map, you have to make a new one. Yeah, and the right, only yeah. way you can make a new one is by building a compass, which requires redstone, which you can only get from the nether. Mate, no, you can't. Yeah, that's what I've been told. You Bollocks. Can redstone in the nether. Mate, true? you can mine redstone. I've got plenty of redstone you can have. It. All right. Well, anyway, you need redstone. Then you need iron. 
Then you need eight sheets of paper made from sugar cane, is what you that's need. The hard, that's, that's the hard part. Yeah. Well, getting paper, which is pretty pain in the arm. Eight pages you need. Eight pieces of paper. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, shit, this is really bad. So I had a look on the internet, and there's a workaround. If you lose your map, right? And this is for everybody out there, right? This is, and it works. It's a really cool workaround. Basically, what you have to do is do split screen with another... If you've got another Xbox login... You do a split screen. When they spawn, they have a map. You drop the map from them, pick it up with your proper uh, character, and then exit out with those, and you've got your map back. Yay! Uh, I never knew that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a quick workaround. You don't have to faff around making a new one. You can, But obviously, I would assume it's limited to each person that using might not work a second time. But anyway, that's what I did. So that was fine. Sweet. Th- and then I played with Millie again tonight, and then Millie, in peaceful mode, decided to attack a wolf. Yeah. With her spade. Which will attack her back. Yeah, and not only attack her back until she died, but also attack me till I died. So yeah. we lost well, both. Well, you shouldn't back. fuck with the wolf, shouldn't you? Yes. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I thought I didn't see what would happen. I'm like, you see what's happening with no maps anymore. <laughs> so luckily, mind you, luckily I was lucky because I exited the game and it hadn't saved our progress. So when it, when it came back on, it was fine. We still had all the stuff previous to that. <laughs> But I did, I did have fall down a massive shaft tonight as well. That was a bit uh, bad. Uh, luckily, it wasn't... You're describing literally everything you've ever done in Minecraft because this is going on. I know. Well, that's it. But, that, but I've just got to say, you are absolutely right. It is addictive as crack. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's... Hashtag Chinny's always right. It's cool, <laughs> but I, I still... Right, honestly, right. I'm building this house... Mm-hmm. For no reason, really, because it... I might visit in a second. Yeah, let's hope. I hope you can, you can well, okay. tell us what you think. But anyway, I, it really is just wasting time doing nothing. That, yeah. that is the game. Well, that's video games in general. But like, yeah, it's 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 addictive. It, it, once it gets you, it gets you. And there's yeah. no the the, the I, really uh, there's no like uh, defilable way of saying why it's great. Like say Max Payne, you could say, oh. Well, I really like the story, like the story or the animation. I mean, or the shooting or Skyrim is like the open worldness and the, 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 the good writing and all this. But with Minecraft, because it's literally you're left to your own devices, I think people have a hard time like knowing down what it is. Uh, do you know what I think, though? If you play it on your own, I think you would quickly get very bored and go, oh, I don't get this, which is what a lot of people do. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, You've got to play in co op or. Yeah play online and and i've got to say they have got to give server access or do something because that needs sorting out because it is the one thing that would make it brilliant yeah well you know we've got to work around on the game they have but like someone has to buy xbox live for another account just to be able to do that you know which is a huge thing but uh, it's very very cool uh, but, I mean, just to show you how crazy this game is, right? Yesterday afternoon I was playing it about, what time would it have been? About 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And Kay was doing some mining, so I thought, oh, you know, I'll uh, I'll just go in here for a little bit. It was properly like, you know, I am totally addicted to it. Anyway, welcome, so welcome. so as I was playing, I heard Mark Annix, and I, I can't remember who was on at the time, chatting, and Mark's like, oh, I'm a bit bored now. Not not bored, but I'm not sure what to do next, right? Yeah. I, I oh, that, it was I, David I, the I, Alien. It was David I constantly the say that to Mark. I say to Mark, uh, what are you up to now? He's like, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. And he's, you just keep yourself busy, isn't that? So it was David the Alien and him were talking. And then they were, they were sort of, you could hear him sort of cross going, oh, I don't know, what do you think, what should we do next, right? And then David or Mark said, oh, we could we could build Old Trafford, you know, do an Old Trafford football stadium. What about that? 
Right, and then David went, oh, no, because you know what, if we do Old Trafford, it'll just, just get trashed, won't it, all the non-Man U fans. And then I went, well, what about Wembley? We could make Wembley. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So this was at, bearing in mind, this was at three in the afternoon, right? When I went back on at half nine at night, they had built a Wembley stadium in the server, right? But, and it comes virtually up to your house, I believe. I believe it's very close to your house. But in addition to that, it took 18,000 blocks to build it. And they did that from 3 in the afternoon till 9 o'clock at night. That's all they did. And that, to me, is crazy. And I know I've done that to a certain extent, but that is craziness, surely. You know, and they just... sound pretty crazy. Oh, oh my goodness. So, so yes, Minecraft, I, I am with you, Chidi. You've, you've totally sold me, and I bought it, and I caved in, and now I've not played anything else. Well, I have played slightly of something else. Uh, I've played more Uplink, um, which I'm still enjoying. And something yeah, I, I played that. Well, something I didn't realize, there is an actual story in it. There, there is a story, which I didn't know. There is a story. There's story missions that you get as you're going through it randomly. Story, story, story. Missions. Now, I haven't got to any of those yet because I'm still not quite good enough, but I'm working my way through and taking up the missions. And But it's a night you have to keep upgrading and getting the right software, and then you need the right hardware, then you need more memory. And the, uh, it's you a know cost- what's really weird about it for me? It's bizarre when uh, uh, operating system functions that I expect in real life are not in the game. Like, there's no uh, keyboard shortcuts to close windows and stuff. Like, that's messed up. No, it's a game. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying it's a game about hacking computers. Yeah, it yeah, should have but... some keyboard equivalents, man. Yeah, that would be cool, but I guess there's only so much you can do in a little game like that. But it, it is kind of cool. But um, And then the only other thing I've played, I, I got Legend of Zelda, the Skyward Sword through from Love Film. Wow. And, do you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I like Zelda on the DS, right? And I've played a couple of those and really enjoyed them. But the equivalents on Wii, I, for whatever reason, I just cannot get into them. I, mm. I I don't know what it is, and like everybody loves this one as well. I know, but like even even Hitler, the tutorial right has you throwing like this weird cat thing onto a thing which took ages, and I was just like, and it was really frustrating because you couldn't name properly, and I was just like, no, and I got really miffed. And then I started playing Minecraft, and I've never looked at it again. And I've, I feel like I'm going to send it back because, do you know, I'm going to take off all the RPGs on my love film list because there's no point because I'd never finish them. I'll start them, mess around with them for a bit, and then just turn them off. So I'm going to take. You're committed, man. If you were committed, I'm not. I'm not. You know, three times. I, I should have learned my lesson. I need to stick to linear, fairly shortish games, and I'll get them finished. You know, and sort of anything yeah. big and huge and massive, I just don't get there, do I? You know what I mean? So, anyway. Um, and that really is it for me. This now love for Zelda. Uh, incidentally, Minecraft, I've probably played about, just to put it into perspective, since Saturday, I only got it on Saturday, and I've probably played about 13 hours of <laughs> Minecraft. Now love for Zelda then, that's yeah. No, I don't know. I might give it one more world, but no. One more world. It just, Remember, I it bought... Um, it didn't grab me. I bought... Uh, a Wii Motion Plus for that game. Did you? Mm. That's right, I remember Because that. Uh, Steve Conger was like, Hey, you should buy a Wii Motion Plus. Right. I was like, right, I'll buy it. He said, man, it must be like six bucks to get a Wii Motion Plus. I need, I I need to clarify, it. right? I have played it probably for a total of about three quarters of an hour, so I'm not really qualified to judge mm. it, really. That's not, you've got to get into a Zelda game, mate. Yeah, it's I just mean, first impressions, you know. And it's I'm just... willing to give Zelda the benefit of the doubt because it's Zelda, but... I'm sure it'll be great, you know, but it's just, I don't know, I'm just beginning to think that Zelda's just not my thing. 
You know what I mean? I've I've tried a few, I've tried all the Wii versions, and I've not really played any of them for a, a long time as such at all. Stuart? Yes. Um, let's just say, right, that I'm looking for your house. Let's just yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah, let's just right. say no, it. Not that I am, because yeah, we're yeah. podcasting, that'd be totally Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just, like, just like, yeah. And I was looking at the map. Just tell me where it would be again. Around the middle. It's sort of around where the cross is. And it's the... on a big hill? Yes, it is. Mm. And it's made out of wood. There's lots of tools. Now, is it possible it. that somebody has destroyed this house? I hope not. Last there, I don't time. think. I don't think people in this server would destroy a house. No, but there are some. There's people keep pilfering stuff. Apparently, one guy had, but all his chests emptied out. And when he came back in, everything he had was gone. Uh, so that that does go on, unfortunately. But crazy stuff happens. Just to, just to talk about the craziness of Minecraft, I was on in the morning. Because we weren't. I know, no, sorry. But now, I guess. Uh, and then I came on again in the afternoon, and just across from my house, there was someone had built this huge tower of dirt with a tree on top of it. And it's like, how, first of all, how did you get all the way up there to plant a tree? And then it had torches around the top end of it. It was just the weirdest thing. And I was just like, where did that come from? You know, where, where does that come from? <laughs> just appeared from nowhere. <laughs> Craziness. But yeah, there's stuff like that happening all the time, and I think that's what makes it so cool. Because just you'll come back, and like Chini said the other week, you'll, there'll just be more new stuff there that you've never seen before, and it's like, where did that come from? Yeah, it's very cool. Anyway, just say that you are looking. Have you found my house? Then no, there's far, I mean, I, like, I'm not that I'm playing the game, but the, it's not too I far was, from the gate area. You if can, I were playing yeah. the game. Yeah. I would be stuck on the side of a hill and there's monsters below me and Oh uh, yeah, it's Monster Monday, isn't it? Monster Monday, yeah. So yeah, that's why I've not gone on today. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely scared of Monster Monday. It's not a very nice experience to be honest. Yeah, I don't did he come in the treetops? I think you'd be safe in the treetops of my house. They're anywhere dark they can spawn. Right. I think Duke has fallen over from Right, anyway, let talking of Duke, let's Farrell's going. <laughs> you know, I thought that was the interesting sound. thing about that is I thought that was a Duke sound effect. Uh, oh, how weird is that? Should uh, I answer the phone on the podcast? <laughs> it is it gaming related? <laughs> no, it's business it's related. Minecraft related. That's the real question. Yeah. Work related. What at, at eleven o'clock at night? Right, when you work for yourself, you gotta fucking stop. You know what I mean? Okay, right, Duke. We'll move on to you because obviously Chini's probably going to talk a little bit about Minecraft as well. So we'll go. We'll get you in the middle of it all. So, Duke. Right while I'm eating my sandwich. Go ahead. Great. We're gonna be. We're gonna become the Minecast. That's what we're gonna be soon. <laughs> so, Duke. I see what you did there. Yeah, do you see what I did there? Yeah. Um, Uplink is fun. Yep. It's not. It's kind of unclear whether you need to save or not. Like it should say, I don't know. I'm just used to games being like you need to auto save and blah, 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 or you don't need to save. I guess you don't need to auto save, do you? No, auto I have save. no idea. See, on the iPad version, it just whatever you were doing last is you just. Yeah, I think it does that on the Mac version yeah. as well. It's just not clear. It should tell you. It that. just does um, it. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. The um. So in a way, it kind of feels like Minecraft in that. Uh, it's a very simple game. The graphics aren't anything to write home about because there's nothing, there's not really any graphics. It's all, you know, sort of dealing with text and um, windows. I mean, what graphics are there are good. The world map looks like a world map. Um, and that beep, man, oh my God, when you are trying to hack a system and it, the, the little tra- trace tracker thing is like beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 
beep, beep, beep. And you're like trying to delete the file. Like, I haven't gotten to the part where I need to actually like delete my logs and stuff. So I'm sort of waiting for that. No, you, um, you need to do that for every one of them because it doesn't tell you that they're tracking you, but they do a passive trace on you. See, and that's the thing is I haven't been deleting my logs because that's not in the tutorial. No. So I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know. And then I went in at one point to look at the logs and I'm like, I don't know what any of these are. So the, the best one you, get... you go through is it NIR something that is. I don't know any of It's one near the top, but stuff. if you use that as the first one you enter before you go to all the others, you can just go to that one and delete the original access stuff. So it, I'll, I'll talk you through it after the show. That's boring stuff. People don't want to hear about that. Oh, uh, not like Minecraft, which is just riveting. <laughs> but Uplink, it, it's it is kind of, it it makes you feel like a hacker. But which version? Yeah, I of, haven't really gotten back to it very much. Which I mean, version of the point. trace did you get? Because you need version four is the best you should get at the beginning. I don't know and what it, version I've got. I got gives, the cheap one. Oh no! It gives you time in seconds, which is better because you then know how many seconds you've got left. So it makes okay. it, and it doesn't do crazy beeping either. Well, so, so it's not quite as stressful. Moving on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I need to say about other stuff. Uh. First of all, I did the Crimson Nern Root quest in Skyrim. Yeah! I hadn't done this the first time I played the game because I was like, a collect quest, really? And then I was like, I'm going to do it, man. I want to say I've done everything in Skyrim. And so now I'm doing it. I did it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's so annoying because you're in Black Region. It just takes forever. Whatever. Um, you know what I realized this week? We need more control over our quest journals. I'm sick of being a slave to the quest journal. Jenny and I have mentioned this at some points in the past. If it's on my quest journal, you know what I mean? If it shows up as like, you need to do this, I will do it. It doesn't matter if I agree with it or not, like it, whether it fits my character's role play or not. I'm, I'm not going to let something just sit there on my quest journal. And so it's annoying. You should be able to say, like, I'm not going to do this quest or, you know, like, ignore this quest. Like, write it, you know, erase it from your journal or something like that. Because I don't like having to have it there taunting me, do this thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just I yeah. think you just mean RPGs in general. Well, it's true about every RPG, yeah. But especially, uh-huh. like, I don't know, on my playthrough upstairs, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, trying to roleplay a certain character. And there are things that they're telling me to do, and I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that if I were this character. But mm-hmm. I'm not just going to leave it hanging there, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I get what? the same thing in, like, kind of Fallout and Borderlands, I guess. Remember Borderlands? Yeah. But that, Which I mean... Nice you could, like, ditch a quest or something. Yeah, but that's always been the issue with, with especially Bethesda games, because... They let you do everything. I mean, the original Oblivion, like, you could do everything. You know, you could be the baddie, you could be the goodie, you could be the thieves guild. Right. But what I'm saying is if you're a goodie... Dude, you could be the mage dude. Right, right. Let me say this, Stu. If you're a good person, like, if you're role-playing a very, very good character, when the Dark Brotherhood shows up, you can, like, what? Not join the Dark Brotherhood. But then it's always going to be sitting there, you know, join the Dark Brotherhood on your quest list. And the other thing is, obviously, in Oblivion, um, I don't know whether it's exactly the same in in Skyrim, but... This is what makes no sense to me. You you are an Oblivion fanboy to the 100th degree. You love that game. Why don't you love Skyrim? I don't not love Skyrim. I just got distracted well, with other stuff. you have a funny way of showing that you not not love it. <laughs> I know. I don't not love it. I just I just got distracted. <laughs> I'm just I don't I just care. Got dist- Go ahead. I mean, seriously, I played... Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's nowhere near your records, but I played 140 hours of Oblivion. Uh, well, I'm saying, though, that's You know, I played good. a lot of Oblivion. You do that for Skyrim, too. I know, and I should anyway, do. what were you but- saying? Uh, yeah, no, what I was going to say, the, the trouble with Oblivion, and I'm not entirely sure whether it's the same with Skyrim, because I can't remember, but all the achievements were linked to all the different quest lines, so to get all the achievements, you had yeah. to be everything, you had to be right, the right. Dark yeah, that's, that's a lot of it in Skyrim, too, I mean, there's other achievements as well, but yeah. 
Yeah, you do have to do that, definitely. Now, you could do that on different playthroughs, but it doesn't make sense. And, of course, this comes back to the same thing, which was in Oblivion, which is, it's kind of ridiculous that the same person is the Dovahkiin and the head of the Mages Guild and the head of the Companions and the head of the Dark Brotherhood and the head of the Thieves Guild. And it's just like, really? Yeah. I mean, the the most interesting thing with Oblivion for me, with the Dark Brotherhood stuff, even though... really. You were killing people, and maybe you were wanted to play as a good character who didn't kill anyone. Um, uh-huh. The quests were so interesting. You sort of forgot about the fact that you were beating oh, a bad dude. That's the whole thing, is that like I'm having a really hard time role-playing my character on either of these playthroughs of Skyrim, because, you know, whatever. It's like, kill everything. And I was like, well, yeah, like I'm asking one of the Jarls, like, you got any work for me? He's like, yeah, here's a bounty on this giant. Now, the giants don't attack you unless you come really close to them. So there's generally a pretty friendly character. But I'm out to go get him as if it were a dragon or a freaking bandit. Rah! So whatever. I don't know. It's not that important. Um, you said something last week, Stu, that I was thinking about. Uh, it was something about, I don't know if it was The Witcher 2 or something else, some other game where you pull off one of those gruesome moves. Oh, it was probably um, The Last of Us or something like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it occurred to me that we've had a shift now in games in the last few years, whereas in the past, if you wanted to pull off a gruesome move, you had to learn some sort of combination of buttons, you know? Yeah. But these days, when you pull off a gruesome move, it's because the game has sort of rolled some dice or it's done like a random chance calculator, and it said, okay, it's been a while, or, you know, like if you happen to roll the correct dice combination, you'll pull off a gruesome move. Like in Skyrim, once in a while, you'll do a decapitation move. And I just wonder if people think that that's more of this supposed evidence of, oh, games are dumbing down, or if people, I mean, I personally like the fact that you don't have to learn any dumb combo. I think it's interesting because it comes back to what we were saying last week about developers seem to be going down this line of, you know, people want to see... Developers, developers, developers. <laughs> want to see... Developers, 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 developers. I People, people want to see these gruesome finishing moves, and rather than you having to learn the button combination, it just happens now automatically when you get yeah. when you kill someone. You know that's and it, you know it's different animations for it. And you know, I put the question out to the to the people. I said, you know, you know, we discussed it last week. What does everyone else think? So we'll come to those later on when we do sort of feedback and stuff. But oh, yeah. uh, hang on, people. But yeah, I, I don't know. I I feel like rather than not, I don't think they're dumbing it down. I think they're just making sure you see it is my opinion. Yeah, they are. And it's also, I mean, you know, I can see a point of view. Some people might say that um, it's sort of removed from, it's not necessarily about dumbing it down, but it's sort of removed from our sphere of ability. Like, we can't choose to do the cool move, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think that's a problem, personally. I don't really mind that it, you know, it's something that we don't have a lot of control over, but I don't I know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know. I think it's more to do that developers have learned, developers have learned um, <laughs> that they... Before, it used to, like, a, a big kind of satisfying kill or something like that it used to be something that was dished out if you did something complicated. Right, but, yeah. Like, games have learned that maybe if it's not so complicated, it's more rewarding. and it, Fun, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. It's, it's not necessarily right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, maybe they've learned. Yeah, I you remember. Have to, like, do this complicated thing to pull off this cool move. Right. Right? They just let the, anyone pull off this cool move, then everybody will love it. Yeah, I mean, I remember back in the day when I played Tomb, <laughs> Tomb Raider for the first time. Uh, when you figured out... <laughs> When you figured out how to do a swan dive, it was like the coolest thing, weren't it? You know, the right button combination. And doing that handstand over the yeah, edge of it. Yeah, pull up and handstand over Yeah. 
Holding the shit cool. button on the, on the yeah, piece. doing the handstand pull up thing, you know, they were they were cool things to learn when you do the right combination of buttons. But I think these days people want instant gratification. It's like the YouTube generation. You don't want well, to it's have not to instant make. gratification, is it? It's it's still it's, a random thing. It sort of is though, isn't it? Time. But when it happens, it's like yeah, you know. Yeah, what I mean? that's the thing. It's I don't think it's less satisfying. It's just that it's you're not involved with the process as much. But that's okay. I don't think that's a problem. I just it's, thought it was interesting. It's almost like a variation on a quick time event, isn't it? In some respect, yeah, sort of. But you don't have to press any buttons to activate it. It just happens. Right, right. The other thing I was noticing um, is that you know it's we have amazing graphics these days. There's no question <laughs> that developers <laughs> have gotten us to the point developers, where developers, developers, <laughs> yes. Okay, you know. It's really it. annoying to interrupt with sounds all the time, dude. Can you imagine yeah. how annoying that yeah, would that'd be, be if terrible. Yes, I did that on a regular basis? <laughs> um so we've got amazing graphics, there's no doubt about it. The the developer, I mean, they haven't really got anything else they need to perfect in terms of how things look and, and the amazing ability to represent human actions and LA Noir proved that and even Heavy Rain, I'll give it up for, you know, some of their representations of how people move and stuff. And yet it's amazing that we have such crappy actions for very simple things like holding stuff. You know what I mean? Like we got amazing representations of the human face and the twitches of the eye. God goes to pick up a glass and it looks like it's just hovering near his hand. <laughs> yeah, but you see, the trouble is, you know, the current hardware. The current, oh. no, 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 current it's hardware. to do with hardware. It is. It is. It is a limitation and programming no, time not. because it's like they think right people notice how cool a face looks. People will accept a hovering glass, so we'll right. not spend time doing that. It's, right. it's commerce, it's isn't it? It's, it's to do with where saving money. Are. Yeah, saving money. Yeah. But you I'm know. saying, why is it so important to represent the eye twitch so vividly and not how a guy holds a glass? Now, come it's on. Now, come on. You, you've seen the trailer for The Last of Us and the gameplay demo, and the way he holds that gun yeah, is kind of cool. Yeah, that looks like put a lot of work into come it. Come on. Come on now. But it sounds like in Sky, and I don't know if it'll be the same in that game where, when he goes to pick it up, it's just off the camera. You know what I mean? It'll probably be like that because that's another area where you develop. And I understand that it's a head. You know, it's a it's a it's a problem of how games are made in terms of these three D objects. But it's still it's surprising to me that given all these advances, we're still at kind of a low level of advancement with that particular. I tell you what's really bad for that. Heavy rain, you know, when like, they kiss or whatever in heavy rain, yeah. oh, it just yeah. looks like Terrible. they're killing each other. And especially because that's supposed to be this deep emotional moment, and that that moment where they're like sucking each other's faces off, it takes you right out of the moment. Do you know what? I don't <laughs> think any game has animated that well. Nothing like. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're all they all look a bit. But that's why Bioware knows to step back instead of having the camera right next to their faces. It pulls back, and you just see them like snuggling in the bed or whatever it is. The Witcher Two wasn't terrible. They did a there fairly. We go. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. I don't understand. Really but yeah, the Witch 2 didn't do a terrible, but he still looked not right somehow. You know, it never looks quite right because I guess he just, you know, it's pixels against pixels. It just doesn't quite work, well, does it? My opinion on it, Duke, isn't so much that they don't put the time in. It's like if, if so many people have a problem with it, like I imagine it's because it's very difficult to pull off. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is, but it just seems like that's one. Whereas in all these other areas of graphic development, I mean, you know, tree leaves looking natural in the wind and stuff, but holding stuff is something we, we just can't figure it out yet. You know, I do I have am. to say, though, you know, in, in you know David Cage's new game, upcoming game, you know, if there's any snogging in that, I'm sure it'll look fine. Lord, just saying. 
Are you willing to put money on this? Yeah, beyond two souls, it's going to be good. Oh, wait, I'll trust you to put money on anything. Because you didn't finish Amnesia, and now there's a new Amnesia coming out, and I'm not even going to hear you talk about I'm going to play this. Yeah, I'm going to play that game. Machine for pigs, man. Yeah, but incidentally, Um, that's not the original developers. You know that, don't you? Really? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's is it the Chinese room, I think they're called, or something like that. It's the yeah, guys yeah, who yeah, made yeah. The Arrester. Oh, that's right, I heard that. Somewhere. Yeah, so that's... That was Probably anyway, from Stu. Yeah. Okay, so we had our... Oh, did I mention The Arrested? That's a cool game. Nice. It's not even a game, really. It's just like... Shut the hell up! Graphics. I agree right, with yeah. Bender. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! <laughs> so right, go on, Red Dead Redemption play date. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was only two people and me, Super Mario and Blue Hellman. Combat Chino showed up, but then he's like, I forgot I gave the game away. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can I just apologize, um, right? Because I would have come... I would have come to this oh, because, you know, I like Red Dead. I like Red No, I wasn't. I did play up to about that time, but I uh, I had a squash game booked at about 20 past six. So I had... I'm middle class. I'm so sorry, I was playing really? I was playing sports. sorry, but I was too busy flicking poor people. Wow, wow, wow. very nice. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. The diva is calling me out. Is that right? Shit. Yeah, he didn't play squash. He plays snooker. I played squash. Yeah, the, the yeah. diva plays snooker. Yeah, yeah. middle class. Of course, it. Where do you think it originated from? You well, think poor people could afford a snooker table? Is that what you're saying? We all go down to the city pub and play on that one. You used to make the balls out of ivory, for God's sake. <laughs> balls. In working men's clubs. Ivory. Ivory, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Anyway, <laughs> if, I, if I could interrupt this. Uh, well, sorry, did you say the conservative club? Is that what you just said? I need working men's clubs. Oh, sorry, I misheard you there. <laughs> Carry on, Jim. <laughs> May I? Yes, if you like. Well, you missed a fun play day because we had a good time on the co-op missions. We did a couple of gang hideouts, and then someone was like, hey, what about those co-op missions? I never played those. And I was like, hey, good call, because I had forgotten all about them. So um, we did a couple. And on the very first one, I screwed up royally because we were we were up on this hill, and we had to go down and kill these dudes and take their gold cart. And... Uh, I, I put, we picked them off from the hill, you know, and then we run up to where they are, and then another wave of them started coming up to where we were, and I was like, ooh, I'll get on this Gatling gun they left out. Brrr, take that, bad guys. I'm shooting anything that moves. Brrr, take that. Oh, shit, I just shot all the horses. Game fail. Oh, jeez. <laughs> moron. It was so stupid. But it was so much fun with the Gatling gun. Brrr. <laughs> Take that, horses. Oh, wait, we need to use those horses to get away. Oh, America. well. <laughs> That's right. And then we did this other mission where we had to rescue this girl who had been kidnapped. And at one point, you take her back to this house, and you are surrounded. There's like 100 million yeah. dudes everywhere. And and everyone's getting shot. So the dude got, Mario got shot. I ran over to help him, and then I got shot. And then I was like barely alive, and I was like, and then um, Blue Hellman went down, and I was like, screw you guys, I'm running in the house. And I went running inside, like, ah, I'm going to die. And then, fortunately, we finished it. But it was uh, really risky. We were really close to missing that one up. Because this is the stupidest thing in the world. There's all these checkpoints. When you do the mission, it's like, checkpoint reached. And then, if anybody has been shot and bled out, they come back into the game at a checkpoint, which is great. But if you fail the mission, you have to go start all the way back at the beginning again, which is just so dumb. Because they should start you back at the checkpoint. That's what a checkpoint is, isn't it? Well, you'd think. What's up with that, man? Come on. Uh, anyway, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I played a couple of demos this week. Uh, I played Top Gun Hard Lock. 
What the fuck is that? A flying <laughs> game, I'm guessing. Yep. And, uh, God. Right was it like Afterburner? Danger Zone. No, Afterburner's fun. This game is weak. Oh, I thought that's what it was going to be. I didn't play, but I assumed it would <laughs> the, be the like Afterburner. The voice acting has no emotion in it at all. And I swear to God, the very first mission, it says, Shooters have bombers. Uh, shooters, we have bombers inbound. This is not a drill. And it's just like, oh, boring. This is not a drill. Whatever. People coming to kill us. Whatever. And it's really hard to tell what's going on because you have all these people coming from all different directions. And it's like, lock onto them. Do a barrel roll. Maneuver out of that. It's just uh, not very clear. And I mean, the graphics are fine. The gameplay's all right. But it's just the, the, the putting it all together, it really fell down. So don't bother with Top Gun Hard Lock. Man, I was so sold on it. I know, right? You're probably even more psyched about Bang Bang Racing. Because <laughs> yes. I know when people look at what's on the arcade these days, first of all, they go, we need more racing games. And yes. there's been nothing but, it seems, lately. And Virtual Fighter. I went to look at Virtual Fighter 5 or whatever it is, and it goes, the demo is 1.98 gigabytes. I'm like, you know what? I already know what I think about this game. It's a fighting game. What am I going to say on the show? And I played it. It's a fighting game. Meh. So I'm not going to bother downloading a 1.98 gigabyte. Uh, but we did watch Back to the Future. Speaking of Jigga stuff. Yes. Uh, anyway, we watched that last <laughs> night. Yeah. Um, well, that's a new film. I know, right? Right on the cutting yeah. edge. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Bang Bang Racing. Oh, my God. Wait, let me give you a review of this game. Okay, here we go. Oh. Isometric racing? Really? Is anybody really asking for a racing game where you're above the track and to the right? And like... Yeah, you know, exactly. Do you know what? I don't know. It, it just feels a bit weird at the moment. It feels like there's all these developers trying to make a new type of racing game. There's all these game. what? Like all these different developers <laughs> trying to... Developers, developers! <laughs> trying to make a new type of race. I mean, there was all those on the PS3 and two of them are reviewed and I've never been given a review code since because I was quite, you know, critical of both of them. Uh, so I think he's gone, I'm not giving him any more codes. He says horrible things about the games I give him. Um, so I've oh, never had shit. a... I know, yeah. The man says, no, you well, don't. Whatever. You give me a free code, I'll tell you what I think regardless. That's right. Um, so I've not had one, but there seems to have been just a raft of these, like, smash em up racing, weird sort of games. Yes. Trying to do something different. And, and this one's really yeah. stupid and weak. None of them have been very good, though, have they? We, ha- we haven't had a decent one. Well, you know what's funny is the, n- the next one I played, and this is my last game, is uh, Mad Riders. It was actually somewhat fun. It's a four-wheeler racing game. It's a little over the top because they're trying to do um, – con- it's not really fighting, but it's, it's sort of perk-based. So when you when – you're first of all, the colors are way over the top. So there's like all this different bright stuff. They need to pick a color palette for this game. Instead, it's like, we'll just put every color palette in. Um, and every time you do a little trick uh, – It'll, the announcer comes on and says what trick you did. So there's this, you know, if you sort of drift around a corner or something, he'll come on and go, Sidewinder! <laughs> you're like <laughs> racing, Sidewinder, shut the hell up! Somebody else come on and go, I'm rude. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so the stunt race is really dumb. And the other problem it has is that you're, you're always crashing into stuff, which if it's an action racing game, you want to try to minimize the degree to which you have to... I mean, you're turning in the air. Like, you're, like, moving to the left to avoid the rock that's, you know, formation that's jutting out into the middle of the field. And so it's just... it's just, it, 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 That shouldn't be a concern in an action, you know, racing game like that, that you have to worry about bumping into a rock in the sky when you're jumping. You know what I mean? So, whatever. <laughs> it's okay, but, you know, try the demo before you buy it, definitely. Like anybody before would. you buy. Yep. 
and Skyrim's awesome. So that's it. And I, apparently I did not get into the Dawnguard beta, so I'm mad at Bethesda. No, I knew. Well, it was interesting because I, I saw them release them and go, yep, we're releasing it now. Everybody's ready. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, yeah, if Duke could have got in, we'd have seen it everywhere. So I, I, I heard yeah. somewhere that they, they sent um, codes to 0.05% of the people who applied, so... It's not too surprising. I don't know. Like I said to you, though, I'm almost positive that it would have been preferential to people already on the forum. So, Chinny, what are you up to? <laughs> Fuck, I just died. That's what I want to Oh, no, lost your map now. <laughs> that stinks. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I've finished Max Payne. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Literally, just before we started tonight. That's why I was like... Yep. Um, I was... Like an hour away from finishing my game. Yeah, I know. Well, I told you that. I was, I was on the last bit. Um, yeah, I was totally satisfied with the ending. I probably would have enjoyed it more if I'd played it a little bit all more together, you know, instead of... Because, I, I, I mean, I started playing it and I was like, I have no idea what these controls are. I am screwed. Because I've How been do playing, you mine stuff from the ground? I've been playing a lot of... Uh, well, I've, I started and finished... Where's my uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Oh, uh, the single player? The single player, yeah. I started and finished it all in co-op over the weekend. Oh, that's right, because your buddy wanted to do it? Um, and I wasn't expecting much from it. Uh, like, you know, I, I just thought, eh. But it surprised me because I really, really enjoyed it. Huh. I thought that it, it was, yeah, it's very good. Like, I'm, I'm shocked at how much I enjoyed it. It's a lot slower than a lot of games out there. It's you know it gives you time to kind of be tactical about these things, and I don't know. I just I just had a lot of fun playing it, and I think it was you know mostly because I had someone I was playing with somebody, um, which made yeah, it a lot probably. Of fun. I mean, those games because I remember that's true about like Rainbow Six Vegas too. Like, it's good to play those with people. So maybe that's the case with this game. Yeah. the Tom Clancy games tend to be that way. Absolutely, like the, the the sink shot is super cool, and what that is shot? sink shot. So you like spin shoot somebody in a sink. Exactly, yeah. You you mark them up using the right bumper. So if you see four people, uh, right. the, by, by the way, it's four player co op. So you've always got four people with you, or three people with you, um, and you mark them all up with the RB button, and they'll have one, two, three, four on, over their heads, and then. What will happen is um, you aim at one, then later on, it'll, uh, sooner or later, it'll just kind of come up with this like line of sight from your gun to their head, um, yeah. and it'll tell you. So, so if us three, if we're in a um, game and we're shooting stuff, whatever, and what will happen is I'll see who Stu's aiming at by because it'll come up with Stu's name over the right, head, right, uh, and then. You know, it'll call with my name. Synchronize everybody. Yeah. And then as soon as, as soon as you shoot, everyone shoots. And then if it's the AI, they automatically shoot. And you're done. And it's pretty cool. So it just, it, really does, it works really cool. And I think uh, Marshall, I was playing with, kind of nailed it. Uh, it makes you feel slick. It makes you feel like, you know, you're a badass. So, so is it is it a bit like Splinter Cell with a mark and execute? Yeah, I mean, like the, the marking is pretty much exactly like Splinter Cell. Right. Um, you have to, you know, mark it exactly how you would in, in Splinter Cell. It's made by Ubisoft as well, so I can imagine, like, it's kind of inspired by. Uh, but it's great. Like, it works brilliantly, and it, it makes total sense to do it. 
it's it's so much fun. So I really enjoyed it. it, it there's there's these cutscenes in the game um, that kind of because you know the four people that you play as have kind of like story and um, yeah, there's there's a bit of a story in there, but it really isn't that strong. Uh, surprise, surprise. What it's, the story in a first person shooter is not that strong. It's a third person shooter. It plays more like oh right. Uh, the... uh, but like, I mean, it's it's not that great. Um, yeah. But you know what? Like it's it's. I've seen worse. Like I know that's yeah. not a bit of a backhanded compliment, but I have, and it's it's definitely not terrible. I, I didn't go my way thinking, oh, this is this is awful. Like the dialogue's awful. I mean, some of it's pretty bad, but there's some good scenes that are really cool. And uh, you know, like they're not the most deepest three-dimensional characters in the world, but you, you know enough about them to kind of go, right, that's the, that dude, and yeah. this dude is all pissed off, and the other dude's cool, and all this. So. You know, they, they try a little bit, like the one guy's like ringing his son, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love you too, son, and all this, and they try a little bit, but yeah, yeah. but the game is in the gameplay, like it really it really comes together, and it makes you feel cool. The campaign isn't too long, it's probably about eight hours long uh, in wow. co-op. Uh, I played Marsh, most, I played all of it with Marsh, uh, a little bit Greg joined us for some of it. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's great. It's a it's a, it's a good game. I recommend. If anybody's played the multiplayer, and I'm just kind of missed the, the the single player because I think it's not going to be much cop. Uh, then I advise them to go back because it's it's very good. I'm, I was pleased with it. Really pleased. Apparently, the gorilla mode, which is like the horde mode, is, uh, yeah, is. is 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 even better. So. Um, yeah, it was well, a lot of fun. I had a good time with the horde mode mm-hmm. thing that I had. To- I've got it on my love film list, so you know. When I send back uh, Zelda, which is probably going to happen this week, you never know, it might come. It is very good. It is very good. And Stu, I think you'll appreciate it. I mean, you like Gears of War, and this is yeah? it's definitely more ta- tactical than Gears of War, but it's, it's how cool. Can I ask you, though, how much direction of the AI characters do you have to do? i tell you what, the AI characters are probably the best AI characters that I've had the pleasure of playing with. Uh, so they just look after themselves. You don't have to faff with them. They look after themselves. They very, very rarely go down. I only can remember two times they went down, but most of the time I go down, uh, and they—they—I they, mean, like if Marshy went down, I wouldn't get him up because I know that like the AI would get him. Like I know how reliable the, the AI was that reliable. I knew that they would get him. That goes well for how they were. I remember playing the original Ghost Recon demo years ago. And it was like, oh, you've got to tell them to do this, then you've got to do this, you then you've got to, to do this, to do then you've got to do this. And I, I think like, they probably oh, realize that that's oh. more of a headache than it is a help. I was just you, like, yeah. you really don't have to tell the, the characters. Because that was true on Rainbow Six too. Like, you didn't really have, I mean, you could establish, like, wait here and, like, come here and, like, patrol over there. But if you didn't mess with any of that, they would just sort of watch your back and you'd do it together. Yeah, like, that's pretty much kind of like their role. Um, yeah, they they just kind of like wait around and follow. Well, they do what you do, and you have the active camo and everything. So yeah, that that that's that's going on. So if you did stand, you, I mean, obviously, when they did the the original demo we saw at E3 about was it about two years ago when they announced it? Three years ago, uh, they made a big thing about all the camo and all the cool stuff. Do you use a lot of that in the game? It's it's, it's constantly going on and off. Like you don't you don't click it on. What happens is uh, okay. you stay still for a while and it comes on. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool. Like It just looks cool. It's something that you don't have to deal with. It's something that is just there and it, and it just has a great effect. And 
Really good, really good moments in that game. I think I was super impressed by it, and um, so impressed that I'll probably play it again on the hardest difficulty because I played it on veteran, which is kind of like one below the hardest difficulty. And it yeah. wasn't wasn't that hard, so um, I might give it another go. I might, I might uh, see if I can get on with it again. See, that's but kind I'm of interesting. Impressed. I like I'm that. Impressed. Yeah, I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of cool. I haven't heard too much about it. I heard a lot of people liked it, but I, you know, I, I was super impressed by it. I was like, "Wow, this is really good." I'm really enjoying myself. I just had a lot of fun. Now that could have been helped by the fact that I was playing co-op and I was playing it with my best mate, and I haven't played with him in video games for a while, I and mean, it's been a and long it made time. It to do with the fact that you didn't expect a whole lot, so yeah, and I didn't expect no expectations, so I didn't expect a great thing. So yeah, you see, it's yeah. weird for me because when that was announced at. Uh, E3, they made quite a big deal out of it. It's like, it's going to be this, and it's going to be this. And then it almost came without much of a fanfare, you know what I mean? It was almost like it was suddenly like here. and Yeah, it just came away. Yeah, it just came away. It was a bit weird, you know, because that, to me, at the time, was like this big thing, you know, that was coming. I don't know. It just seemed a bit weird. Don't know. Yeah. You know, um, so I better talk about Minecraft. Now, Duke, uh, please try and listen, um, because I have a bit of... <sighs> story with this. So, <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that I'm not very liked in Minecraft for some reason. <laughs> um, it might be because I'm a diva. It might be because I'm, uh, I don't know, like, I don't no, know. Just a minute, though. Could it be because you've tried to build a house that looks like the White House? Yeah. Like, it could be... The, the fact it's that my house massive. is the size of a small city, um, it, that could be the case. I don't know. But I'll tell you the reasons why I don't think I'm very loved in Minecraft. Um, every time I go back to Minecraft, I always have kind of like a penis shape on my front lawn. <laughs> Do a thing like that. Um, Parsnip now did it. Uh, and John Mouse did it. Um, and my big sign that says Chinny on the front now says Diva. <laughs> now, I don't know who did that. That's the way you feel, Diva, like the closet. I, I, I know who did it, but I'm not telling. Why not? Oh, because, you know, that's it. I'm not a snake. Don't make me break my foot off I don't your ass. What are you going to do? Come round to my house? Oh, you might actually do that in Minecraft. Oh, what no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. Um... Yes, I do know who did that. And if you look on it's either on the Twitters or on Facebook, somebody's put a comment which will probably lead you <laughs> to who did it. Probably still I'm, I'm guessing. No, it's gonna... not. No, it isn't. Uh-huh. No, it's not. Well, anyway, so all you gotta do is keep just saying names, and he'll say no. It isn't. I feel like well, you know, the person who did it rhymes with you know is a bit of a pain. You know, he's a bit of a pain. The person who might have done it and. It might sound like drums of some description. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I, still keep fucking yeah, I didn't directly tell him, though. I never told him. People keep fucking with my shit in Minecraft. Like, uh, I, have, I, have I thought that's what was so fun about it. I, yeah, it's pissing me off, man. Right? <laughs> it's all fun games when you're doing it, but someone else right, right, I'm not stole from people's chests, which has happened to me. Um, I think and, no, like, that's happened to a few people, but I don't think that's... Um, no. That's people messing, like, taking the mickey. I think that there's genuinely, unfortunately, people's friends on the friend list come in and just stole stuff from yeah. Well, um, the other thing is, look, I have the, I have, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at kind of making stuff 
uh, as you can probably tell, Stu, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm impressed. Uh, I, like, yeah, I, I particularly like your underground bedroom. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's all going to change. That's just temporary for now. But, um, yeah, so I have these, a lot of plans. I've got a lot of plans of how it's going to work out, and some of it I do know, some of it I don't know. I, I did have a big plan for my front garden. Um, because I've built a moat around my mansion uh, and I'm slowly filling that with water. And I had this plan of kind of how it's going to lead up and how people are going to go into the front garden. It's going to be this fantastic um, kind of entrance until there's a fucking football stadium on it. That's true. I did mention this big giant <laughs> stadium. Awesome. So I went to the game <laughs> and there's this massive wall in my garden. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right? <laughs> so we go in it, and it's a fucking football stadium. <laughs> oh, my garden. That's pretty funny. It's brilliant. Oh but that's what's so brilliant garden. about it. No, oh, my garden, Stu. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. Well, now you know how people feel when their houses get seized by eminent that's domain. Right. It's like one of those like houses in Spain, you're like your holiday home, and then they suddenly tell you they're going to build a road through the middle of it. I've been planning my front garden. Like the uh, I've been planning how my front garden's going to look for like a week, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to kind of try and start some of this, and there's a fucking stage in there. <laughs> yeah, but just think of it this way: uh, now you can go see football matches anytime you want. Ah, luxury. You don't have to go very far, you see. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can charge right. other people for parking. Yeah, you could. There's all sorts of positives here. Cool. You're, if, you're looking. Listen, listen. If it's an away <laughs> team, you could rent out rooms to people. I will admit that, <laughs> by the way, you are aware that this is all bollocks that you're talking. Right? <laughs> um, I will admit that it is a very impressive football stadium. It is. 18,000 blocks. I just told you that before. I will, I will admit that. And, I, and one of the benefits is I have made, uh, without me knowing... Um, a kind of football balcony because I'm on a balcony on my house. Um, well, there you uh, go. You have perfect box seats. What are you complaining like, about? Like the best view in the house of the stadium. Yeah. But the thing is, I've got a fucking football stadium on my front garden. <laughs> Do you know what, oh, though? whinge, whinge, whinge. Do you know what the best thing about Minecraft is, though? People could see my house from so far away, <laughs> but now they can't. You know why? Because there's a fucking football stadium in the way. Well, you know what, Chinny? Here's what I think. I think the best revenge would be for you to take that football stadium and move it brick by brick 200 feet to the right. Brilliant. That's yeah. what you should do. Yeah, how difficult that would be. Hey, yeah, at least it would be pretty impressive. 18,000 blocks. Um, but you see, that's why that I... take very long, 18,000 blocks. That's why I built my house away away from the gate stuff, so it wasn't too close. I can still see it, but it's not too close. So... I'm a bit pissed off about that. I was genuinely like pissed off about it. I was like, there's that a fucking football stadium in front of my house. Like, no one can see my house. What's the point in building the biggest fuck-off house if there's a fucking football stadium in it? Did you? Did you? Did you find I mean, it? Maybe not everybody wanted your house dominating the view of everything. It wasn't in anybody's way. I didn't build it in between. Apparently the- it wasn't someone's way. They wanted to have a football I, I built it on a very isolated piece of land in between Thupas House and School Dugger's House. It wasn't in anybody's fucking front garden. The problem is, right, everybody <laughs> built in virtually the same place. Everyone's sort of crowded in now. I, I sort of moved away and sort of built. Well, the thing like, is, too, I kind of built mine early. 
You know, when there right. wasn't a football stadium there. <laughs> or a pyramid. You come and there's like a pyramid suddenly appeared as well. He's like, where did the pyramid come from? Um, but yes, uh, have you found my house? Did you find it? No, I never found it. Did you have that? I can't believe you it's did. It's hard to find it in Monster Monday because it's very risky. Yeah, because you're trying to, get, trying to do it in the daytime before you get yeah. killed. And I understand there's something killed. in the way as well. And your health doesn't regenerate in Monday. No, and mine's easier to find as well on uh, in the nighttime because it's obviously all lit up so it's easier to see. So, so anyway. I Look for it, but I, I didn't yeah, well, somebody, somebody did say, though, uh, I think you might have been G.H. Rocker, who said, huh, it looks like a house out of heavy rain. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know. It was such a distinctive house. Well, it's like modern and boxy and square and sort of minimalist. So, anyway, yeah. there you go. Well, anyway, that's enough now of Minecraft. We've, yeah. It's so, been enough well, for uh, quite a while, really. I was yeah. so good that I, I've got a fucking football stadium outside my house that I was like, man. What the fuck am I going to do now? My whole garden plan is gone. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and it reminded me of that episode of The Simpsons when they have uh, the monorail thing. No, no, not the monorail. monorail. Is it, do they have the monorail like, built through their house or what do they have? No, that was, that was the high. Are you talking about the highway? When, uh, yeah, the grandpa's. Yeah. The Matlock Expressway. Matlock Expressway. Oh, your dad birdhouse, son. Yeah. We love you, Matlock. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, it's very cool, as we know. It's very cool. And they've added, um, apparently, one of the things in the update was uh, coordinates on the maps now. So you can. Yeah, there is. And there's also automatic saves that actually work. Yeah. And there's a Y coordinate, which tells you how deep you are. So that's right. the Y coordinates for. Does it tell you whether there's a, there's a fucking football stadium? <laughs> no. No, but it is kind oh, of. I've got massive. I don't know uh, quite how to feel about this. Chinny has become the person who yells about stuff. Stu's become the person who complains about uh, E3 all day. What is, what was left for me? You've taken my Duke, identity. Duke, we don't know how to tell you this. But <laughs> You're not needed anymore. <laughs> you are not needed. Yeah, because That's like on The Simpsons when Homer gets the thing, free wig with purchase of large wig. Hmm, now I don't need Marge for anything anymore. He's imagining himself with the blue hair. But, uh, yeah, no, it is true. true. Although... Anyway, moving on. Just out of interest, can I just say, when Millie saw Mark Annix's Homer Simpson and Bart Simpson, he was, she was like... Oh, now there's a Homer. Oh, yeah, yeah there was I two. Is it, is it Homer and Bart? I've seen Bart, but I haven't seen Homer. Yeah, yeah definitely a Homer as well, isn't it? There's a Homer, yeah. And Millie went, cool. wow, that's cool. How did he do that? That's so cool. Wow, wow, wow. And then when we were playing, right, and she, she actually said this, right, we were playing and we built a little wooden house in the world we're making and stuff, and she went, oh, our house feels really rubbish now after I've seen all the stuff in that other. Oh, dude. I know. She was like, oh, it's rubbish now. And I said, well, let's go and yeah, build Yeah, you suck. We'll build something cool. So. Why can't you build anything good, Dad? Jeez. Right. Oh, kids are not good at building stuff. Like, Jimmy and Madeline are really crap at building Square. <laughs> they just build a square house. Yeah. <laughs> square. And go, yeah. And then I build something cool, and they're like, wow, Mike, how did you do that? You know how I did it? I used my brain, idiot. Imagination. <laughs> but mine's, like, see, mine's... I, like, you know, laugh at them for hours. You see, you're saying you plan stuff out. I don't plan anything. Mine's very organic. I just hey, do mine, I think been, I've got blueprints for my shit. Yeah, I've got any of that stuff. Right, anyway, right. Have you seen my house? good they did you. We have been doing what we've been doing <laughs> for an hour. Yeah, like, there was good blueprints until someone built a fucking stadium. <laughs> an hour and 15 minutes. So we do need to move on. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. I know. We haven't, we're nowhere near the end. No, so let's do the indie pick and sort of try and move forward a little bit in this yeah, show. Really. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> oh wait, there's something else I gotta say before. Oh my god, it's not about Minecraft, is it? No, it's oh, not about okay. Minecraft. Carry on then. Um, no, it's about dancing. Dance right, all dancing. Please don't fight. Move into the. Um, no, it's about Louis C.K. and I, I. I was willing to let this go, but apparently that wasn't oh, yeah? good enough. Because somebody wrote in, I don't remember who it was, but they wrote in and said, Oh, he did this bit called The Saddest Hand Job in America. That's right. I dare you to listen and not laugh. Guess what I did? Yeah. I listened. Guess what I did not do? I did not laugh. <laughs> well, well, I listened and I laughed. I thought it was kind of funny. Great. More power to you. Here's the thing. <laughs> Look, people like what they like, and I'm not trying to begrudge anybody that. Some, t- For whatever reason, some people think this is funny. Some people think that is funny. Whatever. It you did can't sound like a very sad hand job, I have to say. It's like, but here's the thing. Look, it's not. It's like what turns people on. Okay, some people are foot fetishists. Some people are more interested in you know eyes or shoulders or boobs or whatever it is. So you can't account for that. Okay, it's just that is what it is, right? Who knows why we have that sensation? So the same is true for humor. But here, are the so as far as I could put my finger on it, here's why I didn't laugh when I was listening to his shtick. Carlin's shtick was all about resisting blind authority from religion and government. Mitch's shtick was about silly wordplay and fun ideas. Eddie Murphy's shtick was about making fun of his family and celebrities. Louis C.K.'s shtick, almost entirely from what I can tell these days, is about how pathetic his life is. I'm sorry, I can't relate to that. I just feel sorry for people in such circumstances. As Bill Hicks said, try waking up and enjoying the life you've chosen for yourself. Instead, it's like, I don't really love my wife. And then his next album is like, I got a divorce, and I spend all my time in my hotel room eating ice cream and jerking off. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great life. What a fun person he must be. I'm just rolling with laughter. And then it's funny because he's pretending he doesn't know what his wife does all day. And then there was more of this male essentialist hogwash. Like, oh, guys, you're just like this, and that's the way we are. Uh, having sex in your daughter's room? Really? That's really classy. I love to hear that. That's great. Really? You decide to go into your daughter's bedroom. Okay, whatever. And then he's like, screw you, I pay the rent. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, it sounds like you and your wife have a lot of psychological problems. I don't yeah, but they divorced now. This was, uh, was this not after he got divorced or whatever? Uh, I don't know. And then it's funny because he doesn't know how to communicate with his wife. And we end with a necrophilia joke. Stay classy, Louis. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I understand there's certain. I'm not the type of person who says that you know you can't joke about a certain thing or it's not funny. Sometimes things are funny even though they're horrible. But I just don't find them funny. That's it. So I appreciate your attempts to help people, but it, just don't. Okay, I'm not a Louis C.K. fan. I'm not going to be. And the more you try to push it, the, the less success Go on, you're going to have. Go on, dude. See some more. Oh, of me. Go on, watch some more, dude. dude. Duke, Duke, like him, Duke. like his ginger hair. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. All oh, right, it's actually time for the. You like Ricky Gervais? <laughs> indie game review. Review. Hey, veteran gamers, how about a question to start this week's review? Do you like adventurous fruit that likes to get naked? What's that? You say? Why would I ask such a weird question? What if I told you this review were nothing but questions? Would that make you angry? Would you spit and curse? Would you wet your pants with rage? Why would MyAll Software make a sequel to their silly platforming Punisher game, Applejack? And why would we choose to review it? Is it because Stuart loves anything with a quirky sense of humor? Or is it because we're being paid to review this stuff? Why do you ask? What sorts of improvements have been made to Applejack since the original came out?
Are the graphics any better? Why not? How about the music? Is it more smooth and groovy? How much more smooth and groovy? Is it hard to speak only using questions? What if I said it was? Then what? Are you the type of person who loves Super Mario Brothers but misses the 2D element? Do you enjoy collecting coins for no apparent reason? Do you like naked fruit-wearing ties? Why not download Applejack 2 and give it a whirl? What else are you going to do with 80 Microsoft points? Why don't you suck my ass? Wow, that was pretty rude of me, wasn't it? Why am I still talking? And why are you still listening? Why don't you go away and leave me alone? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Uh So, Applejack, I loved the original Applejack. It was one of my favorite games, isn't it? Yes. I think it was one of my favorite games because it was quirky, you're right. It was a quirky game, but it just had really cool sound bites, and it was, I don't know, it was just, I don't know, there was something cool. about it. Yeah, and it was silly, and it was just fun, and it was, you know, you had to roll and stuff with your apple, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And... That came out, that was quite a long time ago, wasn't it, when the original Applejack came out? You know, it's probably maybe two years ago, maybe a bit longer. It's a long time ago. And first of all, I'm a bit shocked that the next game they came out with was Applejack 2, unless there's been something in between and I've just missed it. Um, and secondly, I'm a bit shocked because it's, it's almost identical with better-looking graphics. It's almost like Applejack redone with better graphics, is the way yeah, I Yeah, and the puzzles and stuff are better, too. Like, the gameplay yeah. is a lot more fun, I think. Yeah, I think it's better, but it just feels like a, just more a... More of the same. More of the same, and a, a just a smoother, updated... It was like they went, yeah, we liked the first one, but we could make the same game, but a lot better. Yeah. That's how it felt, but it was good. I thought it was it was smooth. It, you know, I still think it's one of the best platformers on the indie games. You know, Applejack and this one. You know, the, it's it's well done. The controls work really well. I like the I like the idea of picking stuff up and throwing it at other stuff. I think that you know it's a nice little mechanic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of liked it, but it was more of the same. But it was good. It was good. Jiddy, what do you think? Yeah, it was it was good. Um, it's kind of funny intro to the to the game. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, the, the puzzles, there's a bit of braid in there. The, Don't forget um, the naked fruit. Yeah, and there's a naked fruit. Although I did get a, a feeling of uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I wasn't sure whether there was a bit of a reference to that at the end. You know, the door was open. Yeah. Chief, break everything. Yeah, so I did feel like that. But I may be wrong, but it seemed like a bit of a, you know, a nod in that direction. Nodding. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't feel as charming this time around, and I think that's my issue with it. It, it, it kind of felt like it plays like Mario 2 as well, like um, jumping on the top of the, the bad guys and pressing X. Yeah, that's taking... straight out of Mario 2. That's yeah, like that's... pretty much Mario 2. Um, that was in the first one. Yeah, that was in the first one, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was funny and nice art and everything, but... It's not something that stays with me. It's not something I go away and think I need to play more of. So. Yeah, and you, what did you think? I actually really liked it. I was surprised by how much I liked it because, um, you know, it was fun and, you know, interesting at the opening and stuff. But uh, the gameplay was what got me because, you know, like there's 
there's some good variety. It's not just smacking the people. You know, the first one felt like, okay, there's ten enemies on the screen. you got to pick up one and hit it, the other one with them, and then they both die. Okay, and then do that five times. And that's kind of what it is in certain parts of this game, too. But there's twists and challenges. So, for instance, on one of them, um, there's this big, huge wall, and you have to kind of find a way to chuck them over the wall. And uh, on another one, they're level five. I don't know if you played that, but it was really cool because you're in this box, and the box has spikes on the edges. And the box moves with you throughout the level. So you have to do the platforming in addition to not hitting the spikes on this box. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I, don't know. I thought see, they designed the levels very well. So You see, I think this is still a fault of the way they do the demos in the indies. Because you get eight minutes, and that yeah. intro is pretty big. So by the time yeah. you actually get to play the game, you only play a very small part of that game. And it, it doesn't tell you enough. It doesn't fit. To me, it felt more of the same. But obviously, as you get into the game, it obviously isn't more of the same. Right, and that and that's an issue, isn't it? Because they've got to. I don't know. Well, you can play it faster. Yeah, but I feel like they need to relook at that and let the indies just maybe pick pick two levels out of the game for you to play to show you the diversity or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but but, suppose they make a level that's like twenty minutes long. Yeah, but eight minutes it just doesn't feel like long enough, does it? Somehow, I don't I know. Eight minutes is plenty long. Yeah, but it, you know, you're describing stuff that I, you know, Chini and I didn't get to experience, and we're just like, yeah, it's just more chucking stuff at stuff. But you've yeah. obviously played more and know that there's more to it than that. Yep. Yeah. But, it's, I mean, you know, I have faith because, obviously, I really like And I bought the first game. I really liked the first game. I thought it was excellent. Um, so, you know, having listened to you, I'm assuming you must have bought it then, did you? I did buy it, actually. Yeah, I was yeah. very surprised. I didn't think yeah. I would, but I did. So maybe I will buy it and give it a whirl. It's been a while since I bought an indie game, too. I know. Well, you see, the, you see but the, I guess the best developers always come good, don't they? You know, out there. So, Not yeah. always, but yeah, in this in case. This case in this case, it did. So, very good. Very good. We like that. Yep. Um, so, time time to go through stuff that's been... And there's been a lot of stuff happening in the last week. It's been a busy week. Hello. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Okay. Uh, I guess the biggest story this week, and I don't want to talk too much about it, but we're going to touch on it, is... A report has been leaked, uh, supposedly, uh, from Microsoft from 2010. What is that noise? That's my chair. There's nothing I can do about my fucking chair. Sure there is. You can stand up the whole time. Stand up the whole time. Right, anyway. Yeah, I guess the biggest news out this week, uh, supposedly from Microsoft, a a leaked document from 2010 out. Now you're doing that on purpose. Sorry, that was my chair. Yeah. (laughs) Are you, are you? Is that for real? Are you just you know, I really like my chair. I'm right. really just trolling now. Stop it. I will stop it. Okay, let me try again. Um, you admit that was kind of funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> the biggest news story, I guess, this week uh, is a leaked document straight out of Microsoft, but from 2010. A 56-page one, no less. Nice to know that you keep it current with the, uh, I know. With the news. But, no, I heard about this. This was released by the chairman of the board. Yeah, no, I don't think it was. But outlining, outlining the sales and uh, business plan for right up to 2013, and how the new Xbox is going to be, how much they're going to charge for it, what it's going to include, uh, and a lot of stuff. Now, interestingly, everyone's sort of going, "Oh, it's got smart glass in here," so obviously that it must be real. But this has only come out after they've announced smart glass, so that it makes it a bit of a moot mm. really. <laughs> because- yeah, I heard they were also supposed to do file sharing on it. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the biggest things out of it, if it's true, the biggest things out of it, one, they're saying that the 
box will be a modular design, so you can keep adding new stuff to it. So you never have to get another Xbox. So it will be like a PC. And if that sounds like a two-year-old rumor. Yeah, you know, PC. So you can add extra bits to it, up, upgrade stuff. Uh, it's gonna have three cores for your operating system, eight cores for the graphics, and two cores for something else. I can't remember. Cores. Yeah, it's gonna have. Um, going to have DX 11.1 so it's going to have the latest uh, DX plus 3D TV and the, the biggest thing though is going to have AR glasses now there, are, there have been rumours about this in the past so basically a bit like the smart glass technology you put these glasses on when you look at the screen combined with Kinect you'll see like you know like the be able to it'll be a bigger TV that you're no, looking no. at you'll be able yeah. to touch virtual buttons hovering in mid air in front of your face sort of thing so that could so be cool, but having so, to use glasses is just yeah. So you look into the you glasses, hover, hover, uh, and then screens. virtual keyboards and stuff will hover in front of your face, and obviously connect. It's like in Mass Effect, yeah, dude. connect to work out where your hands are, and then you can obviously write on a virtual keyboard through the glasses. Dude. So can you sit in a virtual chair? Yeah, apparently you can. Oh yeah, can. So. It does say kind of cool, and Blu-ray. It's going to have Blu-ray, apparently. And they've also Blu-ray. And they've also said they're going to, you know, embrace cloud support, so you'll be able to stream games and such like and stuff. And this is from two years ago. Mm. So supposedly, if it's true. Now a lot of people have analysed this, and, and to be fair, it's been on every major news. Wait a minute. Site. Is there disc games or not? That's the big question. What do you mean? What do you mean? Is it just going to be download only? No, stream. No, no, no. They're going to. No, no. They're still having Blu ray, DVD, and CD uh, support. Because that was the thing for a while. No, no. No, they're going to have all that original support. Plus, it's going to have the original software or hardware compatibility. So you'll still be. It'll be totally backwards compatible with all the old games and stuff. Mm. All right, then. But then this is. What about renting? So things may have changed since then. You know, you've got to remember this. T- two years ago, things changed in two years. Uh, and then the final thing they're saying is that, you know, it'll support all cloud and streaming and all that kind of stuff. So you can stream games and movies and music and television and, you know, all, of the, all in an instant. So, I don't know. I've, you know but, but this is the biggest thing, right? They're saying the launch price point with Connect version 2. So this is console and Connect. Right, so I find this really hard to believe, uh, but they're saying two hundred and ninety nine dollars, which you know, one hundred ninety nine. No way, man. Which is about two hundred and fifty pounds, I suppose. And I can't see that being real. I would find that very hard to believe. Seems unlikely. Yeah, it does seem hard to believe. Uh, and and obviously three D support as well, because everybody wants that, don't they? Because that's been a everybody massive wants success. That. So, so there you go. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think it's real? Do you do you think there's anything that you think is cool about it? I don't think this is the type of thing that would get PS3 users up out of their chairs. Yeah, I mean, the only the only thing to bear in mind, the original side that leaked it, uh, apparently Microsoft's lawyers lawyers got onto them and told them to take it down. So, oh snap! So it has been it has been removed from the original site, but obviously they can do that though if it's not true. Well, I guess, but everybody in the dog has already copied it, so it's everywhere anyway, so you can still get it quite easily, so it's almost like putting a finger on a dam that's broken, you know, because it's gone already. That'll um, work. 
Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the dam. Yeah, it depends on the size. But anyway, I I'm not convinced it's real. But I mean, the biggest thing for me is that they refer to the new Xbox as the Xbox 720, and I can't believe Microsoft refer to it as that. So. I, Especially I've, where we know the code name for it is Durango. I, but then it's two years ago. Maybe they only came up with that afterwards and said, well, everyone's calling that. Let's just use that for the time being. And then when we've got a problem. Uh, that's possible. I don't know. I don't know. But it does seem a bit weird. So anyway, we'll wait and see if any of this comes true when it eventually launches next year. But until then, it's all pie in the sky, I guess. And until then, we'll never know. We'll not know. Counter-Strike Global Offensive, you know, Valve have actually given us a release date and the price point. And everything. Oh my God! Well, wonders never cease. Uh, So apparently, it's going to be available to download from August the twenty-first, and it'll be priced at fifteen dollars. Which I think is PC only, right? Uh, No, no. Oh, really? No, Mm. it's three sixty. No, 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 no. And and I assume it's PS3 as well, isn't it? It's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. everything. So yeah, fifteen, fifteen dollar. So, yeah. Well, they were, I think it got delayed because they were originally trying to do uh, PC, PlayStation compatibility cross-play sort of thing so you could play people on PC. And yeah, PC. how's that working out? Uh, they, they can do, didn't they? And I think that's the reason they had to go back and sort of delay it because they had to take all that stuff out that they were working on that didn't work. So, yeah, so it got delayed. I'd say uh, it's working out. Not very good. Bad no, bad not, bad very, bad not very good. So they're not doing that now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's... $15, I think that's a good price, you know, and if it lives up to expectation, I think it'll get played a lot, you know. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a decent game for people to have a look at, so, yeah. It's going to be a decent game. Yeah, I do indeed. So, 21st that's of August, not for me, because obviously I'm not multiplayer bothered, so, I, you know, I'm not going to be bothered about this. You're not multiplayer bothered. <laughs> you like that? It's a new phrase. Yeah, I love that. Uh, but well, you got to feel bad for the people who made Tango Blacklight, because then this game comes out and it's the same, you know, uh, I mean, I was just... The same? Did you really just say that? No, I'm saying it's the same basic concept. And, like, the people who made Tango Black like, we're doing the same thing. And then you're like, no, but you did it sucky. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, Counter-Strike's been out for donkey's years, you know. I know. I'm just So who copied who, then? Of course. No, I mean, anyone copied anyone. He's saying that. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have very much success with that, is all I'm saying. I'm probably going to be angry that Counter-Strike is coming along and doing, you know. Well, we don't know yet, but I, I think it'd be big. I think it'll do okay. I think it'll do okay as well. I think, it'll I think it will do well. Um, there was a lot of rumours. Um, the Payday, the heist developers were going to make a prequel for Left 4 Dead. Did you hear all this stuff? Mm. Well, it's been clarified this week. Mm. Uh, what's actually happening is there's some Payday DLC, and it's a heist that takes place in Mercy Hospital from Left 4 Dead. So that's... Oh, cool. uh, so it's not it's not a prequel and Valve. Well, well but if there's no zombies, then it's sort there's of there's no zombies. It's prior to it happening. Um, right, so it's for a prequel. Well, no, but Valve have taken pains to say, look, it is not a prequel to Left 4 Dead. This is just in the same universe in a. No, it took place in the same building, not just well, the same does, universe. It does. But I think that's kind of cool. cool. I really like that. Cool. You know, that's a really cool idea. So <laughs> playing that game, you'll be in all those areas that you were in 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 Left 4 Dead, and you'll see it. So that's cool. So, I don't think there's a date for it yet, but that sounds kind of cool. We should know that bank pretty well, well that hospital. Yeah, one. really. Um, this is big news. Cool the getaway at the end was a uh, chopper. This is big. I think this is fairly big news, this. Now, you know how much I love Journey and Flower. Really? Oh, no, you know. You know I love these things. 
Uh, but they've gone independent. They've, they're yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? They're, they're breaking away from Sony. They're going, oh, yeah, you, know what? you know what? You know what? Because they want to make more money. Money. Money talks. Thing around me. I'm a little concerned, a little bit concerned, because I feel like, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with multi-platform games and stuff, but, you know. If, if They're the, selling out, huh? Well, not so much selling out, but. Oh, they're selling in. If it's purely yeah. for profit and money, then there's a chance that things might not be quite <laughs> or cool, you know what I mean? And, you know, I... I, I, like, I don't ask you. I don't think you got anything to worry about. We'll see. Stop worrying. They're still going to make their weird, annoying games. But apparently, they're, they're saying they want... Yeah. When, the, when the next release, they want it to be a, a, akin to a blockbuster film release, you know, and that, you know, loads of people will buy it, you know, and play uh, it. Really? Yeah, exactly. You know I what I mean? I don't know if they have that in them. There's some weird vibes coming from them. They've got the cult following thing at best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. Be happy with that and just leave it. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Critic, you get critic acclaim like that. Definitely. And obviously that. they have. It's still, it's still on my potential game of the year list. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> no, look, whatever. It's still on my potential game of the year. I love it. I, love, I think Journey's an No. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll need to watch this space, but you know, we'll see what they come up with next. And yeah, you're going to play it on everything: Xbox, PS3, and whatever else they put it out there for. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I want to mention this because I feel like this game has been overlooked a little bit, uh, which is Metro Last Light. You know, there's been details coming out, and everyone seems to be ignoring it and forgetting that so it's, it's, just, uh, it's just taking forever to come out. That's all. It is, but. I mean, it's 2013 now. It did get delayed. It was supposedly this year. Now it's not this year. But there's been some gameplay footage from E3 released, and it looks great. I mean, mm. I like the first one. It had its issues. You know, we all we all agreed that it had its I issues. haven't played it yet. It's a great game. There's no doubt about it. It is good. I'm on a list of things to do. It is good. But... This this is looking better now. They've 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 taken umbrage a little bit because people have been comparing it to Call of Duty and they're like, it's nothing like Call of Duty. So forget it's it. nothing like it. How it's you? nothing like how dare Call of Duty fans. But out of E3, the the sort of there was quite about a twenty minute gameplay demo of it to just sort of get a feel of it, and it looked great. I mean, it was there's a bit of stealth again. You've got to unscrew light bulbs and blow them out and stuff so people can't see you and all that. But seriously, when all hell breaks loose in this game. It really does. It was. It was very. And then there was a huge sort of uh, underground train chase thing, and sort of minecarts and stuff. And yeah, it, it it looked great. It really, really looks good. And uh, I'm really looking forward to playing this. I think it's going to be excellent. So look, put it on your list. It's going to be good. Metro. I want to play a list of games that you kind of pay attention to. Yeah. yeah I want to play the first one. Just. Uh... Yeah, let's play the first one. Yeah, you should play it. Yeah, I do I do feel like it's getting overlooked or people are forgetting that it's coming and you know But overlooking which, it, Chinny. Yeah. Which is why you're liking it because people aren't looking at it. Well maybe you naturally like games that people are looking at. But yeah, it does look very good. It looks very, yeah. very good. So yeah, keep your eyes on that one. I'm telling you now, it's gonna be good. Okay. Please don't again. I know, yeah, that's my sound for that. Uh, we do need to get into this, right? The final thing I want to talk about before we do emails and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah, on Kotaku, they did an article this week. I'm just having a look which writer it was on the... I'm just made, just give me a second while it loads up. I don't uh, have a second. I'm a busy man. Well, you know, so sometimes you've got to wait for the internet to get its thing and its fang on. Stephen Totillo, okay? And basically, 
his headline was, uh, Can Americans not handle the sight of their ancestors being killed in Assassin's Creed? Oh, go on. Okay. And the more I thought about this, the more of a point he had, and it's kind of interesting, but not just in Assassin's Creed, but in video games in general. Yeah. And basically what he was saying was, uh, all all of the demos that they've shown of Assassin's Creed 3 is him killing Redcoats and nobody else. And yet... Sounds they, like, uh, what was it, Medal of Honor. Yeah, and yet they keep saying that he's not on anyone's side and he will kill Americans as well as British and they will... But every single demo... And, and Stephen Totillo even said, can you send me some footage of, or even just a screenshot of him killing someone who isn't a Redcoat then? And they never came through. They never sent him anything. Now, the developers are saying it's the, the direction that the actual promotional team want to go in because they're worried that people in America won't like the game very much if it shows him killing American people or something. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. But, I mean, yeah, see, we don't mind going after everybody in Italy and killing all sorts of people over there. But once you bring it home, suddenly people get a little nervous. Yeah, I just because I'm telling you, it is to do with the Medal of Honor, man. It's like people can't, you know, they don't like the idea of war hitting a little too close to home. Oh wait, you mean people suffer and die in places of war when there's a there's an assassin who goes around like ethicalistly killing whoever he wants just for money? Then suddenly there's it's not a pleasant thing. Oh my god, what a crazy idea! I mean. What's even crazy for me? So they've got all this stuff in here about, you know. And then it it said, like, you know, someone in the comments said, well, can you think of any any game where Americans are sort of painted as the baddies? Nope. There isn't, is there? I mean, it's... it's, Of course not. How many many Hollywood movies are there where we're painted as the baddies? None. You're you're always the one saving the day. Yay! Exactly. America! Oh, by the way, Dick, thanks for that. Wrong. America does a lot of awesome stuff, but America does some crappy stuff too. Well, interestingly, and and I'm trying to find the there's a comment in here where someone said something like, "Well, that that's like true to life because Americans have never done anything bad." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, the good guys always. Yeah, you know, and uh, well I, done, Duke. Well done. I just find it really. It was me. Really interesting. Is it going to matter? Would you not buy the game if you saw what that? you're asking, dude. You know. I am not the person to query about this. You know me. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you probably wouldn't. I mean, it's interesting. Someone mentioned GTA 4, and when you think about that, even though, obviously, it's Americans, or Americans from, you know, all different descents, there's no baddies in GTA 4 that are out and out sort of... Well, and everybody in GTA is a baddie. Exactly, I guess that. And and that's not a nation-on-nation conflict, so that doesn't really count. These games, you know, if if you're talking about revolutionary era US, it's like, okay, there was a nation-on-nation conflict there. Uh, Medal of Honor is a nation-on-nation conflict. Where now the United States is not... And there was a really good Al Jazeera video called Empire, which looked at how Hollywood... I mean, I'm sorry to say that, and I'm, I'm not tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist i actually have a lot of for those but here's the thing hollywood works very closely with the department of defense and the u.s government to make sure that those depictions are positive and that if someone's doing something you know directors like uh brian de palma who made uh casualties of war he he gets a lot of hard 
uh, flack from the Department of Defense and the U.S. government because he's making stories about the things that go on that people don't want to talk about, you know, U.S. soldiers raping people and stuff like that. Um, so for the most part, that stuff doesn't appear in Hollywood movies because, you know, they want to get access to the military hardware and, and shooting locations and stuff like that. So you I know, imagine... I don't, I don't want to defend the uh, the American Army too well. I don't feel like I'm too right-wing, but you can kind of see their point from defending that kind of stuff. You know, like, I, I don't see any harm in them saying, hey, we, we don't really want people in America to, to think that all the army is doing and raping people and not doing much oh, no. good. Well, if that were the only image we ever saw in Hollywood, sure. But the it's the exact opposite. Like, we only ever see the United States as the good guys, which, again, like I've said, the United States have done a lot of great things. But the United States has also done some crappy things as well. And so I think that depictions of U.S. military action ought to take both into account. Just like if they were to talk – if there were a game about the British in India, it ought not be, a you know, the British are the good guys. I'm sorry to say it. Like No, I absolutely agree. And, and interestingly, though um, – but we Brits, did. We are good. Brits are quite often portrayed as baddies in games as well, which is kind yeah. of an interesting one because it's because like we got funny accents. Yeah. Well, I mean, interesting. The, the, no, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, but but the thing has to do with the fact your empire's done. The nah. best example funny is, accent. and someone mentioned this, is Killzone because all of the Helljats oh, yeah. have Cockney oh, yeah. accents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's British man. It's like yeah, yeah. Let's kill these people. You know, and yet they're portrayed as. Like almost like Nazis or Germans, aren't they? That's how they yeah. look, and you know, yeah. and yet they've got British eyes. Which, when you think about it, and you, you know, sometimes you don't really think about it. And I guess that's until someone points something out. You go, oh yeah. And then in like Uncharted Three, the the main baddie is a woman, you know, a British woman. Spoilers. Yeah, well, whatever. But <laughs> you find out in the first ten minutes of the game, so whatever. Um, but you know what I mean? It it is interesting that a lot of bad guys are, are portrayed as British, and you know, Americans save the day. So, uh, I don't know. It's kind of funny when you follow. Anyway, I found it. I'll just read this comment because this is like the comment. Are you ready for this? And it's a biggie, so get ready for this. It's as big as some of the emails we got. All right. Uh, but this person, he's called uh, Robert3186, and he said this. Uh, I struggle to think of a game where American being the bad guys would make any sense. If you're setting the game in a fairly realistic world, having America suddenly go crazy and nuke everything or invade the world isn't edgy. It's retarded. If the Chinese, if the Chinese, because someone said there's a Chinese game where America's obviously portrayed as the baddies, which sort of makes sense, I guess, from China. If the Chinese game in question involves such an outlandish plot, then I can see why it would be panned. Just like pretty much everyone takes the piss out of shit like Homefront for the China goes crazy and invades everything nonsense. North Korea. Yeah, exactly. And it is China. We all fucking know it's China. The Killzone example you give is beyond retarded. The Hellgas are about as British as Vogra or Bratwurst, and to argue otherwise is beyond idiocy. Arguing the people voicing them as any bearing on in-universe character is also more... Well, it's sort of not really, is it? You know, because all That's, the... We associate people's accents with where they're from. Of course you do. And, and in, in a way, right, all of, all of the good guys in that have American accents, and all of the bad guys have Cockney British accents. See, so. and this reminds me of... Um, for your consideration, the Christopher Guest movie, where the woman's interviewing Ricky Gervais, and she goes, can you talk without your accent? And he's like, do you mean, like, talk with an American accent? And she's just talk normal. <laughs> like, I, I think that's how a lot of Americans think about it. It's like, we don't have an accent. We're just normal. That's just the way people talk. You people have accents. You see, this, I find this funny as well. He says, newsflash, 
If you're looking for English-speaking actors, but you want two groups to sound distinctly different so we can easily identify members of each, you've got a visual representation of each. It doesn't matter how they talk. If they both had American accents, it wouldn't make any difference, would it? (laughs) Which is rather blindly obvious, a solution. Give the groups distinct accents. But... No, I don't know. Anyway, stop and think about it for a second. There are plenty of games where countries or nationalities are penned as the bad guys with no good faction to save face. Middle Eastern countries. The first one is granted, but footman, pick up a newspaper. There isn't much redeeming about Syria or per uprising Libya. Okay. This is what this guy's saying. Speaking uh, of Libya, we, we, I said we watched uh, Back to the Future. God, those Libyan terrorists, man, in a Volkswagen <laughs> bus <laughs> with an RPG for some reason. Uh, the they found Russians. me. I don't know how, but they found me. This means get on to the Russians. The oh, Russians. Fucking Russians. Russia, actually, I do often see redeeming good guys factions dumb as it is. Uh, modern Warfare springs to mind where a number of the main characters are Russian. Uh, Battlefield 3, even more so. The British, I have never seen the British as a national level as bad guys in a video game. And I'm sorry, that's not true because you've obviously not played Uncharted 3 where the main bad person is British. Uh, the Germans. If it's a World War II game, what do you expect? Call of Duty 6 Concentration Camp Guard isn't exactly going to be a bestseller. If it's set in the modern day, I can't recall a single instance of Germany at a national level as villains. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, me, let me bring something. In. First of all, if you want to talk about uh, the Americans, it sounds like he's saying you could, it wouldn't be realistic to have Americans be the bad guys. I'm yeah. sorry. Ask, uh, if you made a game about Smedley Butler's life, I dare say the U.S. would kind of be the bad guys in that game. If you were to look at East Timor, the U.S. would kind of be the bad guys in that game. If you were to look at Grenada, uh, Panama, I mean, the U.S. invasion of Panama ended up killing 20,000 civilians. I'm sorry. It happens sometimes, people. Whatever. You know, Um, I would say this. I mean, you know, let's be honest here. I think you could make a fairly cool game where some dodgy underground American government agencies doing loads of dodgy shit... Well, that's what Black Ops is sort of like, except yeah. we're the good guys, and yeah, we, just, exactly. we go into some bad areas. We, we take the taxi to the dark side, as uh, Dick Cheney said. But here's the other thing. There, there are two pieces of opinion here circulating that are really hard to reconcile. On the one hand, this person's saying, like, you know, it, 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 it makes sense that we should match the w- games and the factions to real life and all this, and, and it doesn't make sense if you don't. On the other hand, people are always saying games don't affect us, games don't affect us. It sounds to me like this is really affecting this person and that games do affect us because we want to see our vision of right and wrong represented in the games. And I don't blame people for wanting that. I also want to see that, which is why I think we ought to have a little more nuance in terms of how U.S. foreign policy gets operated. Never, not to mention the fact that if we have games where we have like flying drones bombing people, maybe we could see some innocent civilians occasionally dying. But no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think, yeah. Uh, and then he, bl- you know, he goes on for a long time about other bits and bobs, you know, and he sort of calls out the Brits for sort of, you know, he says, please, you've never, you're never the bad guys, meaning Brits. Sometimes a guy from Britain is a bad guy, but lots of guts from America are also bad guys. Uh, as a nation, you are never portrayed as evil in pretty much anything in a modern setting, and even in older settings, you're almost always portrayed as, at worst, misguided. Just like if, the United States. If you were China or Russia, yeah, you've got a bone to pick, but Western Europe? Dude, cry me a fucking river. You're never the bad guys in a wider context. So that's how Damn. he off. So, I mean, this guy this guy had beef, didn't he? You know, he, he was mad. 
And then he goes on, then he then he puts another one straight afterwards as a reply to somebody else saying something. So he, he doesn't stop. He just kept doing at this person, at this person, at this person. Well, so, yeah, uh, it, you don't mean to say that someone on the internet had a axe to grind and was kind of angry and lashing out, huh? Never. I mean, the great, the best response to it is someone put, all due respect given, but if you struggle to think of a game where America being the bad guys would make sense, you're likely not impartial to really take part in this discussion. <laughs> and then I mean, the other thing, to be fair, is like, look, every government and every military, whenever they do any kind of military action, there, there's a good chance that they do some things that are wrong and bad. And they, it's not always fun to have that. Like I was saying with the drones. Like, oh, Innocent Civilians. That wouldn't be a fun game. I recognize that. Like, you want to have an affiliation with the team you're a part of. So it makes sense that whoever they put as the good guy, whoever they put as the bad guy, you you want people that you can relate to in some way. So, you know, I'm not trying to be absolutist about this or whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. And to be fair, in you know, in, in modern warfare, you know... Uh, the Brits are featured quite heavily in that, aren't they? The original mm. Modern Warfare, and I can't yeah. speak for the next ones after that, you know, because obviously I wasn't didn't play any of those. So, but I do agree, it, it does seem interesting. But in Minecraft, the Brits are are really good guys. Yeah, exactly. They build football exactly. stadiums to help people have fun. In uh, in Black Ops, um, there is a mission where you have to kill a lot of British people. And, you know, I, I, like I wrote in that thing I wrote about Black Ops, like they actually did give a nod to some of the nasty stuff that the United States government was part of. They talked about MKUltra. They talked about, um, you know, Agent Orange and stuff. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I give that up. I, I'll, I'll give respect to that. So, yeah. So, there you go. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think enough of that. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Yeah. But yeah. It's very heavy. It's very heavy, but yes, it's Oof. it's an interesting thing to, and we'll see when we finally get the game whether you can whether you have to kill different sides of the coin as such, and yeah, we'll see what happens. What game are we talking we'll about? Again? Assassin's, we'll Creed, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Three, and we'll see if the Tea Party people, because I can see them getting upset and being like, "Oh, this is anti-American," blah blah blah. I'm, I'm, it just worries me slightly that, you know, like Hollywood, like you've just said, and sort of, you know, people being influenced to do certain things because of pressure from outward sources, you know, saying yeah. you're not allowed to do this because it doesn't oh, sure. sit well with the American yeah, people. And, you know, it's almost like indirect censorship, isn't it? You know, and well, sort of, it's that weird yeah, pressure from outside and boycotts and stuff over media rep- representations, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are certain representations I think are messed up. Like when, you know, the black guy's always the stupid idiot who gets killed first and, and is always, you know, like simple-minded and, you know, Jar Jar Binks and stuff. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I wish you did I'm kill not Jar Jar Binks quickly. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that it's one thing to point it out and be critical. Like, I didn't go see Transformers 2, but I, I don't know. It's quite another, I think, to wage these massive campaigns of, like, destroy this company or whatever. Yeah, it does. It does seem a bit interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, and the final, final, thing, <laughs> final thing before we do move voice. on to emails and stuff is uh, the Walking Dead Two episode two, uh-huh. as or the Walking Dead episode two even has had some screens shot out. I've and still got episode one. Still yeah, it's looking. Apparently, it's, it's going much darker and much more brutal. So, mm. uh, it seems to be the byword at the moment. Brutal and darker. Doesn't take long to finish, either, does it? No, they're all about the. Well, the first one was about an hour and a half, two hours. I assume they're all about that sort of length. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's good. 
I mean, they were meant to release them monthly. Obviously, they haven't. I'm not sure we've still got whether we've still got a confirmed date for the release of the next one. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this. I think it's going to be very, very good. So yeah, so let's see if they can do it again. Yeah, no, I, I think they will. I think if they if let's they keep do it again, if they keep do the same level of quality as they did in the in the first one, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. it was I know, very, and I know, I do it again. It's very good. If you make sure you're connected, the writing's on the wall. God. That seems so long since I've heard that song. A good song. Although it did sound better when I heard it. Ah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. No, that's about right. Yeah, stereo MCs. Uh, they were the days, man. They were the song. days. That was, to be fair, that was one of like maybe two or three good songs they ever did. I don't think they'd done any more. I did done others. Eh, there was some other one that sounded a lot like that. I thought it was a one-hit wonder. Yeah, kind of. So, anyway, it is that time of the show for emails. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. Okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. First email this week is from Sean Anderson, and he says two things Nintendo and graphics. Here we go. Hey guys, two things. First, Nintendo, please stop the gimmicks. You created the modern console. Your best-selling systems were simple boxes with simple controllers that had buttons. NES, SNES, N64, GameCube. Sony and Microsoft got all their inspiration from you. Please just make a box with a controller attached. (laughs) I stayed away from the Wii because I don't want goofy nunchuck for a controller. I don't even want to touch that goofy clunky screen thing for the Wii U. I just don't understand why you threw away your lead in the gaming industry for all this pointless crap. Now, I need to stop at this point because uh, we need to clarify that we have sold more consoles than, yeah. than the other two almost I was, combined. I was going to say that. Now, their best-selling console is the one with the gimmick, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you're saying they threw away the lead. Well, unfortunately, they, they may not have the lead now anymore and they're not selling anywhere near the same amount. But, but overall, overall they're still winning. they have sold a ton of those things. Uh, but I think that I think they're feeling it now, though. Uh, I don't know whether you saw. Did you see Take Two's uh, take on the Wii U? God blimey, that was a lot of takes. No. Uh, they basically said that they've pretty much come out and said we're, we're not really that bothered about the Wii U. We're not probably not going to put any of our games on there, including GTA's or anything like that. Ouch. And and that's a big thing, I think, for Nintendo. That's a bit of a kick because they they badly need that sort of game on there if they want to sell them back to the core gamers. Oh, yeah. They need yeah. To... So, yeah, Take Two's pretty much not said they're not doing it, but they're more or less saying uh, we're not they're that not, bothered. They're not doing it. They're not, not do doing it. it, but they're just not. Dad, are you looking frogs? Yeah, I'm they're not, not that. looking frogs. They're not that bothered about it. So, I think, I don't think we'll see a Take Two game on the Wii U anytime soon. Uh, anyway, take the lead back. I want to play new Nintendo games. Uh, well, uh, they've got the lead, but I think the Wii U's going to struggle. I'd be shocked if that thing does anything, you know. I mean, even, you know, even people who are really into that are, are sort of going, oh, I'm not too sure about it, you know. You know, Steve Conger, I spoke to him, I said, "What are you, are you still buying a Wii U? And he was just like, no, I don't know, I'm not, you know, and he's sort of not convinced. Who are you going to convince? He's There's a, no hope for him. There isn't. He's the biggest yeah. Nintendo fanboy in the as world. As goes Steve Conger, as goes the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean, though? I mean, if you, if you can't convince the the big Nintendo... I don't fans, know. I'm, I'm willing to... Like, a lot of people... New and shiny, new console, new generation. Yeah, but that, 
that's very short term, isn't it? You know, once that thing's died down, that uh, you know, it will. I think it'll grind to a halt. That's what they said about the Wii. Yeah, but you see, I. Yes, you're right. You're right. But the Wii. And you bought one, and Shinny bought one off. Yeah, a but the Wii was man. the Wii was doing. It wasn't something. harmless. Sorry. The Wii, was, the, Wii was, the Wii was doing something that nobody else was doing, and it was a stick, and people got it, and people who didn't play games got it, and they could stand there and wiggle it around, and it, something happened, right? Your average non-gamer now who had a Wii, th- this thing's got buttons, it's got controllers, it's got sticks, and it's got a screen, and it's got all this complicated, or what people would perceive as complicated stuff on it. They're gonna So the, the people they'd won over will go... Yeah, I don't think I'll bother with that. But you know what, though? Hang on a second, though. Look at it from their point of view. There are a lot of people who are really into nooks and iPads and stuff. And if they see this is like, oh, it's like you take my iPad and you put it on the Wii. Yeah! They might be more willing to give it a try. Maybe. But the the other thing you've got to think of, right, is in some respects, Nintendo have backed themselves into a corner. Because what they've done is, right, they've, they've sort of lost the core gamers, you know, and there's still a few of those core gamers around who are playing, like, the Mario games and they like all the Nintendo IPs yeah. and stuff like that. So those are still around, but they're, they're a sort of niche amount of people. They're a minority of people, okay? And their biggest install base is casual gamers, you know, people who want to play Wii Sports and Wii Fit and Wii whatever, right? And, and sort of, you know, waggle the controller and stuff. But... They're going to lose those people with this generation because they're not going to go, oh, yeah, I want to press buttons and stuff. I, I don't think they're going to do that. And they're not going to get the core back because they've already moved on to 360 and PS3 because, you know, we're fickle. Gamers are fickle. We'll move on to oh, whatever's yeah. doing what we want. Definitely. And I, I cannot see this. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll be absolutely amazed if, if this does well. I will be. I, I, you know, and they still did such a crap job of telling us what it is. You know, I, I even had... I agree right, with you. I'm not this, arguing. Right, I have a friend who is a is an avid gamer, so he's not just some average dude who doesn't know anything about games, right? And I said, oh, did you see all the Wii U stuff? And he went, yeah. Is that just a new controller for the Wii, then? Is that what that is? And even now, he still didn't realize it was a whole new console. Even then, he still thinks it's a new controller for the Wii. Yeah. Well, and, they can understand why. Yeah, and I said, no, no, I said, I've seen Assassin's Creed 3 running on it, and it looked pretty cool, you know, it looked good, but you just not no one's going to bother, I, I still think no one's, they've lost the audience they had, they've gained a new audience, but I think they'll lose them with that, and they won't regain anyone, I, I think they're going to be stuck in between a rock and a hard place and have nowhere to go, I think they're going to be screwed, basically. I, I, we'll see. We'll see, but I'll be... Do you predict a riot, I predict that this is going to do terrible, and we'll we'll revisit this when it comes out, but I am I think this won't do that. And I said that about the Vita, and I was right about that. That's not doing well, well at all. That wasn't too hard, man, to be honest. Well, no, true, but, you know... You see, again, it's a similar sort of problem. Portable because... PlayStation device, that doesn't do well. That's not no, really... no, the, the PSP actually sold loads. That did sell quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this so far has been fairly poor, really, by comparison. And, again, it, it was who, what audience were they aiming at? And I think Nintendo's made the same mistake, because I think they haven't got an audience they're really aiming at. They don't know who to aim it at. And I think they still don't really know what to do with it themselves, so that's a problem. That's a problem. So, anyway... 
and Microsoft are already on their on their heels, like attacking them with smart glass and everything. Yeah, and and again, I mean, I said this last week. That to me is is like the HD DVD thing all over again. It's just a delaying thing to go. You don't need one of them because we're doing this, and in the meantime, they're just still in the background developing their console to launch next year, and and it's just to stop people buying Wii U. It's just, yeah, it's just to, to, to let everyone know, it's like whatever the Wii's do, we can do it still. Yeah, so. so you don't need to bother with that. Wait till our new one comes out. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, second, you guys were talking about realism in games and new Unreal Engine last show, and I have this weird theory. I think games, even really realistic-looking games, are just placeholders for our imagination. That's why I connect just as much with a NES version of a Final Fantasy that I do with a modern, shiny version. The Avatar and the world it's in, no matter how realistic, is just something to trigger my brain to imagine an even more realistic Avatar and world. Sometimes lo-fi graphics appeal more to me because nice graphics aren't getting in the way of my imagination. I think that's why classic and retro games still hold such sway and why gamers uh, like retro indie-style games and Minecraft uh, sell so well. No matter how fancy or real, games are still just a trigger for a more vibrant world inside our heads. What do you think? No, I absolutely agree. I think that's... Uh... And then he lost me. Yeah, a real. No, you know, I think lost. there's something to this. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, Scott McCloud talked about this in um, his book, Understanding Comics, which is a really good book if anybody uh, is interested in. It's probably the best book I've ever written, read about art. Now, to be fair, I've not read many books about art. But the point he makes is that when a cartoon is very specific and the artwork is very realistic, it's harder for us to feel connected to it. Whereas if it's the art style is very simplistic and more universal, then we can relate to it more because it's more universal. So that's why the smiley face is the most easy for us to connect with is because it has a universality to it. And I think that's probably true about games to an extent too. The more it's realistic, the more... I mean, we can. It, it, the weird thing is that when it's the object, when it's other things, then we do want it to be realistic because that's the way we relate to the world. Everything else is specific and detailed. But our own selves, our image of ourselves, is not usually very specific and detailed. So there's a paradox for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally. I mean, if you, if you take a game like Limbo, that's yep. a great, great example of that because it's, it's black and white. There's not really any, you know, there is detail in it. Uh, but a lot of it's the stuff you don't see and a lot of the stuff you see but don't realise what it is until it changes into something else. And, yeah, I, I think, you know, ultimately it's like reading a book, isn't it? You know, when you read a book, it's all about what you imagine rather than, you know, you, yeah. you're relating to the written words and you're imagining in your head what a person looks like or what a, a scene looks like or what a place is like. And t- I totally agree with him. And I think Minecraft is a great example of that because everything in that game is from your imagination. You know, it's all about how you imagine stuff, you know, and I, and I think that's... Uh, I mean, one of my great... One of my favourite books is Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil for doing something mm. like that. And when you read that book, you can just imagine what it's like being in the savannah and sort of being in this really hot, sweaty place and some yeah. dude moving from house to house playing a piano all night long and people coming and going and... It's just a, such a well-described place, but you can totally imagine in your head what it's going to look like, you know, yeah. what that place is like in reality, you know. Is that, is that why, is that why you, my theory of why people think uh, books are always better than the films because you wouldn't imagine something that you wouldn't like? Yeah. Like, you read something, you just imagine it to be the way you want yeah, it to be. And, and, yeah, and you're, you're involved also in the creation process because you're having a part in what it looks like. So. And then I when you watch the film, you're all pissed because it doesn't look like the way you want it to look like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's interesting because um, have you seen the film Kiss the Girls? I have not. 
Uh, okay. James Patterson. Book. Yeah, James Patterson, you know, and he has a, a character in that. And Kay has in her head what he looks like. You know, exactly what he looks like. Yeah. So when she sees the film, she's like, that's not him. Morgan Freeman looks nothing like him. That, that <laughs> yeah. isn't him. Oh, so your wife's a racist? No, he's a black guy in the book as well. So <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, you know, he's a black guy. But I mean, the the most interesting one is the Shawshank Redemption, mm, uh, because book. because the book in the book is is a white Irish guy with ginger hair, and that's why he's called yeah. Red. Well, obviously, well in the film he's not. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's are you sure he's not, Jim? Yeah, he definitely isn't. Are you, are you <laughs> watching Robinson the film, white Irish guy? Yeah, he's not a white Irish guy with ginger hair for that. Are you not watching the film class now? Are you sure? <laughs> I've definitely had a look at it, isn't but sure, yeah, Sure, Shank Redemption. But yeah, I I absolutely agree with him. And I think, yeah, sometimes it's cool to have cool graphics, I guess, if it's in the right setting. But sometimes it's nice to fill in the blanks, I suppose. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, says, loving the show, Duke. Loving Final Fantasy VII, Dirge of Yay. Cerberus. Uh, oh, I never played that. The combination. Oh yeah, of, I sent it to him. Duh. Uh, the combination of RPG and shooter gameplay works a lot better than I thought it would. I'm having a blast. So there Good. You go. Glad to hear it. Having a blast. Having a blast. So thank you, Sean. Great email. Gave us plenty. I like emails that give us plenty to talk about. I like that. Right. Uh, okay. Here we go. The big one from Jason Gulliher. Now he's put on here. Right. You don't have to read the last bit, but I guess we always read read the last bit. You know, we don't we don't not we don't edit emails. You know, we read what you send us. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So here we go. And I did tell him that we would read all of it because I always do. Here we go. Uh, what's with all these dudes hitting on Vlados lately? So that's the... Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, reminds me of a time I was at a club and some guy pinched my date back there. Right in front of me. No respect. Wow. Anyway, next topic. You did matters. know a guy that used to work at Valve is working on Dishonored, didn't you? That's why I'm guessing it has a Half-Life look. People that actually played the game are loving it, Chinny. Speaking of Half-Life, never played them. Ah, oh, God. Sacrilege. I tried number two for a minute, but didn't get pulled in. How can you play a minute? I played it for a minute. 60 seconds and it was rubbish. That's pretty harsh. Yeah, I, think he's a, I think it's hyperbole. I think he doesn't really mean just one minute. It might have done. At what hey, point... Maybe. Does the story or whatever you guys rave on about actually grab you? It's well, it's it's not. It's, about the fucking start. Now you see, this is interesting because it's about characters in that game. It's character driven, and it's about meeting the people you meet along your journey. I guess that makes it interesting. Journey, journey. You know, people you meet. You know, and it, you know when you get to Ravenholm, each of the best sections have someone you meet who are cool. You know, have a cool, interesting character. And when, that, well, when. Yeah. Nevertheless, like, it, it is on. Give me an example, Stu. When? Uh, the father. The father. No, no, not Raven House. Too easy. Give me yeah, another the, one. the father. Uh, give Alex, me another one. Alex, for instance. Dog. Give me another one. You know, dog. A dad. You know, it's it's all these people. Give even, me another. Even the guy I don't even know what his name is, but the guy who, what you're doing. who saves you right at the very beginning of the game and tells sets you on your way. You know, in the mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll give you that. There's lots of interesting characters. I never noticed that, but you're right. Yeah, lots of interesting characters. And even the G-Man, come on, because you're always looking for him. Hello, Mr. You know, yeah, it's, it's just a cool game. Anyway, uh, nevertheless, it is on my to-do list. Uh, I was talking about E3 in the indoor freezer at work the other day, and one of my fellow workers practically sharted himself. Uh, when you fart in a freezer, the fart freezes in the air all around you. What? That, that actual cloud of fart paste he emitted was suffocating. 
I could have brushed my teeth with it. <laughs> this, this is if what? I wanted to. Had a toothbrush on hand and hadn't been chewing gum at the time, which I immediately spat out. Uh, I've learned that from experience. Otherwise, I assure you, it will taste like a cold, chewy fart. What? Uh, farticles are also very disgusting. Never toot in a freezer, trust me. Just a fun fact. I bet okay, you I'll trust you. Of. No, we definitely weren't aware of it. Uh, then he's born. <laughs> Reaction time. Uh, Stu, the next paragraph is strictly for you guys. No need to read it out on the show because it probably makes less sense uh, than all of my emails combined. And besides, it would put Chini in a cobra. Well, sorry, but here we go. Uh, when you Shit. get killed in Dead Space 2, uh, you get skull fucked. Do they do that in The Last of Us? I doubt it. So why the newfound shotgun to the face concern? Because of some applause at the end of an E3 demo. If I really wanted to get immersed in the story of, let's say, The Last of Us, and I was fighting for survival and the safety of myself and a burly teenage girl, then running around blowing faces off with a shotgun really wouldn't bother me. Now, we, we sort of agreed that it was sort of appropriate, didn't we? Oh, yeah, it, it, it had to be done. Yeah, yeah, we said that was, that was fine. It's when it seems that it's not necessary anyway. Uh, I know it's graphic, but video games are a source of entertainment. An escape to place that usually isn't like anything in the real world, yet sometimes can be. The realism which will be captured in the games to come, uh, I'm sure, will not always be pretty. Uh, that is a price society will pay for that sick and probably unneeded evolution that just because it's inevitable. Uh, that is why you don't let kids play mature games. But it depends what you term as mature. Do you term as mature something with lots of gore and horror in it, or do you term it as being something that deals with serious issues? I don't know. Depends what you're saying. If they want to kill stuff, then get them a counselor or give them Halo or Minecraft. Gears of War only if you're a diva, and make sure you turn off the gore. I have first-hand knowledge of a kid... That's the way you're real diva, like the closet. Thank you. I have first-hand knowledge of a kid that has a parent that isn't being a parent and that kid's gonna be fucked up. If we raise kids on these types of games, I believe it will have a huge effect on society in a very negative way. Kids are playing this shit because they are shitty so-called parents. Uh, Go play Lego Batman, dude. And to the dad of the letting the five-year-old play The Last of Us, F you. Anyway, hey, tell us what you really think. If blowing a guy's face off that could potentially do very bad things to you as a person you are protecting is a bad thing, then what is a good thing? I know, I do agree that there is no need to be so disgustingly graphic. Surely they could pull off the effect without going that far, but they won't because they want that applause because they are so extreme, so controversial. The fucked up future is here, so enjoy the games, close your eyes on the gross parts, and for the love of all ball sacks, big and small, don't let your kids play these types of games. They're for Mamas, us. Mamas, don't let your kids play gruesome video games. The last of us old school <laughs> gamers. Well, and for the new old schoolers too. Anyway, violence in games can be very satisfying, especially if the enemy truly gets their just deserts. So here's to hoping they show us just how bad the enemies are that we are going to kill. Now, as far as blowing the heads off all these innocents in a video game, I don't like it. But guys like Chin do. Hey, man, like I said, the future is going to be a great, albeit disgusting. Cheers to the last of us, Stu, Duke, Chin, and everyone else out there. Uh, just like us, we are the veteran gamers, so probably blast away. Now, I sort of agree, right? Okay. Now, I'd like to think... That in that game, you know, the section where you do come across those dudes in the hotel or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. you have that big fighty thing, that yeah. maybe, maybe you could avoid 
confrontation altogether. That's possible, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Well, you probably can't. Probably, probably not. can't. Anyway, so thank you for the email. It was a big one, but we always read them all out. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then the final one. We This is hot off the press. This was tonight. Just as uh, and it's from Seth McNitt, your boyfriend, friend, friend who's a friend who's a boy. Bowling. You met him in real life. That means he's your boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yeah. Anyway, he says, first of all, Stu, how dare you ask Duke if I got first base? I never put out on a first date. Also, I never saw his bike, so I can neither confirm nor deny if it had a training frame installed. <laughs> yeah. Second, I'm serious. Is this an innuendo that I'm not picking up on? I don't know. Uh, no, you asked if... Cause <laughs> oh, asked no, 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 no. Win. Uh, second, I'm seriously considering this Minecraft thing. I played the trial and I can absolutely see the... Buy appeal. it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it! Don't do it, it's crack, honestly, don't. Once you're in, you're in. Uh, found myself getting sucked in a little... I think I'd enjoy it much more as part of a community, which is, I, I absolutely agree, it does make a massive difference. Bye, bye, uh, bye, bye, bye. If there's any room in Chinny's game, or if Duke and or Stu would like to start one, I'm game. Oh. Okay, so a couple of brief points about my article and the response in last week's show from Sean Anderson. First, I just want to point out that I don't particularly call into question their research or their conclusions. Like I said, I haven't read the book itself. The focal point of my article has uh, much more to do with the sensationalism that they employed in the promotion of their book. Entirely unethical in my view. The basic premise that we might need uh, might indeed be a generation of young men constantly chasing the new next fix or entertainment stimulation sort of passes the gut check. I think it rings true to a degree for most of us. That's fine. Using the strap line how video games and porn are ruining a generation is taking it much too far, which I absolutely agree. And we said this last week. It's that that is a yeah, it says specifically this is what's causing it, but it's, it's many other things, as we pointed out last week. Um, especially in lumping games and porn together in the first place. Well, in Australia, that happens apart from now. Uh, anyway, using the example of that Norwegian mass murderer as somehow indicative of anything other than a man severely broken from reality and filled with hate is where I think it goes on to a blatant malpractice. The books and the promotional articles author is a doctor after all, which I absolutely agree with. I mean, that. I mean, he even said himself he was only playing World of Warcraft to mask what he was doing. It was so people thought he was fixated on that and not killing loads of people. You know, he even said that himself. That's what he. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kudos to Sean, and it's in his manifesto, by the way, that as well. So, you know, and I know he's the ramblings of a madman, but, you know, that's obviously what he was doing. Anyway. Uh, kudos for Sean for taking a look at it himself, though, and asking some real questions. As I said in the article's closing, I think it's incumbent of us as gamers to ask our own hard questions about our favoured hobby. I'd be interested to hear what anyone else has to say about the article in the comments or via email. Q Guitar Riff. Uh, oh, uh, no, you won't. Yeah, I'd especially be curious to hear if anyone has passed it along for any of the non-gamer friends or family to read and what their reactions may be. Uh, since the strap line of the original promotional article is meant to prey on the misunderstandings about the industry as a medium. Cheers, everyone. Burst salam. So thank you for that. Very kind of you. And that's that. Okay. Before we do shout outs, uh, I did put this out. I put the, you know, the level of violence in game shown at E3 and what does everyone else think? So let's do the Facebook. You want to be my friend on the Facebook. You want to be my, want to be my friend. 
So that's what we thought, but what did everyone else think? Lewis Danson said it's all good. It's just a learning curve for the younger so gamers. Good. Ha ha! So yes, yeah, the younger gamers out there apparently. Uh, Antonio Phillips said nothing's wrong. They don't touch my little brain. Isn't that right? Yes, man, stroking ahead. Hmm. Maybe violence is just awesome in games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuart Leckie said, I think it's tipped over into being more about killing shit than how good the actual games are. Also, I posted a pic of generic first-person shooters as they are also interchangeable. Some imagination, please, game designers. Some imagination. Yeah, I, I sort of agree with him. You know, they are blurring a little bit. We need to get some focus. Uh, CMJW, Chris Williams said, uh, like you said on the show, killing people in games is just dang good fun. Keep the kids away from it and I'm fine with it. And SLH said, as long as they come with a rating, uh, then you know what to expect and the parents that occur can restrict what's being played. I don't think games are any worse than current films or TV shows for violence. I'd say there's an argument for being able to wreak virtual havoc on a screen as a release for pent-up aggression or frustration. Says very angry pent-up guy. Yeah, so uh, well, that's from Susan. <laughs> so or girl. Or girl, in that case. <laughs> Uh, so uh, there you go. So that's what all the the people out there thought on the uh, Facebook. And uh, that's for Twitters. Play it, play it, play it. Hit it. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She yeah. winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Yeah we, yeah, we haven't had any, actually. There's been no Twitters this week. What? Oh, yeah, actually, I'm lying. I'm lying, of course. Ah, snap! Got us! Yeah, there you go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here are the Twitter. Here are the Twitters. Uh, yeah, Andrew Gold said, Chinese talk about Minecraft reminds me of a UK show called Neighbours from Hell. There you <laughs> go. And even more so tonight, if I'm being yeah, honest. Really. Yeah, very honest. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody's neighbours from hell. Got a fucking football stadium on the fucking That'd be quite a. Uh, you got one of those now! You didn't have it before. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Hamblin uh, sent us a picture of a Aperture Science portal gun for £99, if you want one. There you go. So I you doubt can, it actually works. You so. can buy it. No, of course it doesn't work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the joke. <laughs> anyway, so you can, if you want a replica, you can. I love that. <laughs> you, I love you mad. That she, she actually thought that uh, she was being serious. Come on, it is Juki we're talking about. You know, you know, he, he might think he does. You know, no, dude, it doesn't actually work. Look, it doesn't work. Juki. If it does, I'll bet the the portals it makes are really slipshod. Like they don't really work very well. Okay. Uh, Sean Anderson, the emailer as well, says, uh, Verily, dost thou half of tumblins? Tumblers. Tumblers? English, motherfucker. How do you pronounce that thing? I've always seen it. I have no idea how it's... You're talking about the website, Tumblr? Tumblr. Is it Tumblr? Oh, it is Tumblr. It's just the way it looks on here, yeah. Uh, Tumblers. Uh, mine is 16millimantumblr.com and mostly camera uh, related, which is where it's presumably... I got it wrong. It's 16millimant because of cameras, not because of guns. So I apologise. Apologies, sir. Uh, Armar Parvez says, guys, do you have a, a slow hosting service? Your podcast is the only one that takes a while to download, probably. I don't know. Probably yeah, it's fairly slow. And then someone else asked, could he join the... Uh, David Tripney said, can I join the play day? Have I only got the Undead Nightmare game? I guess not. Because that didn't happen. Uh, you know what? We might have switched over if he had gotten in touch with us, but... Now, now this one's 
really random, right? Uh, Mike Hardman, uh, I think he's emailed before and he sometimes tweets and stuff, said, I've got a Ghost Recon Online beta key emailed to me. However, I no longer have access to the internet. Want it for a giveaway? I think that finished ages ago because the game's out. Yeah, so so thank you for the offer. But it's... No, no. It might, it might be still down at the back, so you never know. I doubt it. Uh, and then Phil Fee said glad to see you joined us crackhead stew it's all downhill from here so that's referring to Minecraft and then Dave uh, Maverick F20 said oh no stew Minecracker's got you now Uh, which is kind of true Uh, Armar Parvez said uh, great Red Dead session today so yeah only four turned out highlight was Duke gatling our horses for a mission fail lol that's right well done and then Andrew Gold says, "Does Chini need a lift to the to the meetup? Do you need a lift, Chini?" Um, I don't know. No, no, you know, no, no, maybe. And then final final one, David Tripney said, "Have you mentioned the free games available if you subscribe to subscribe to PlayStation Plus side? Infamous Two, fantastic game. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. Are of they giving away Infamous Two? Yeah, but I've played loads of those. So yeah, they're giving away loads of stuff." Played you played Infamous 2? I played Infamous 2. Did you? Yeah, never. But I lost my save for it, didn't I? You remember? Uh, yeah, PS3, yeah, yeah, buggered yeah. up. Yeah. And then, uh, final one, GH Rockstead's uh, Giggity. There you go. That's it. I had no idea what that means. Giggity. Giggity. Is, is he, he may be referring to Watsky. Giggity. Has a track of, has a line about, if you see me with a chickity, no diggity, it would be giggity, giggity, giggity. Oh, well, he's, that, he's, that's he's, a reference to Family Guy, who Quagmire says giggity, giggity, giggity. Oh, well, there you, go. there you go. But it's in reference to Australia getting the rating rating to be released. Yeah, it's when somebody is like, giggity. Giggity. Quagmire says giggity. Away, so he's like, giggity. Okay. Giggity. Uh, so that's it. That's, I mean, all that's cool. Just, just because you look at the Simpsons and you know, all your kids talk, talking about Family Guy with their shadow in the face. Centiliters and your millipedes. Right. Shout outs. We need to get this done. Get the hell out of here. Duke, first. Off you go. Now, do it now. Do it. Um, let's see. Come on, do it now, right now. Go, <laughs> go, 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 uh, go. I don't know. Go. Red Dead Redemption play day. Uh, Super Mario and Blue Hellman and Combat Chino showed up, even though I didn't play. Dave one five zero seven seven one. He offered me a Joyride Turbo game, but I didn't have time. Um, I'll play another time. And everybody who's been listening to this show and talking to me on the Xbox and everybody and stuff. So Brilliant. thank you. Oh wait, I have some more here at the end of this thing. Uh, new members. Eh, we don't have any new members. Oh yeah, verbal Rob, verbal Rob, verbal Rob, verbal Rob, verbal Rob. I don't know why, but I wrote that down. We're supposed to say his name a lot. Uh, John Mouse, shout out Arrested Rob, Development. Rob. Franklin, I don't want no pie, tight ass country club, you freak bitch. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Wig Beast uh, wrote me and said, "Hi, I just want to say I love the VG podcast. Please keep up the great work." So thank you, Wig Beast. And nice. Bongo responded to the. Um, the Ghost Recon Future Soldier thing, and he said, I ain't got games. Xbox ain't got games. It ain't got games. And uh, also, Richard Primrose for sending me that awesome song about wham, dancing. Wham, wham. Wham, wham, snap. Wham, wham, wham. Uh. Wham, snap. Yeah. Dance. Did I mention I like to dance? By the way, I love to dance. I love to dance. Oh, dear. That's it. Uh, well, I've right now we need some quiet. I need a little bit of like a, a pause before I do this, so let's just be quiet for a couple of seconds. Okay, uh, this is just one very, very special uh, shout out to only one person this week. I'm not going to shout out anyone else because I want them to feel really, really special. Okay, 
Uh, and that's Verbal Rob. Uh, you've already been shouted out by you, but this is a very, very special shout out from me. Uh, we love all of our listeners, so I want to just oh, mention Oh, yeah, I forgot little... to play this. But it's time for a Colbert Report shout out. Hey! <laughs> now, Jude, you've just ruined. Look, I was just trying to get a moment there. You've just verbal ruined rob, it. Verbal rob, verbal you just rob. ruined it, didn't you? Verbal you rob. couldn't even just let me do this one verbal thing, rob, could you, rob, without interrupting. Rob. That's terrible. Verbal rob. So, anyway, look, verbal rob, right? We love all our listeners. <laughs> but. Sure, but I love you just that little bit more. Just oh, just a yeah. tiny bit more. Just not a lot, but just that little bit more. So thank you. Dude, make him stop. So, there you go. And uh, yeah, to finish <laughs> off, like I'll just give you just this, no, this is just shush, just this is specially for Burble Rob. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That is please. <laughs> there oh, you shit, go. I my... I'm sorry, that's there you go. water breathing. There you go. So that's for you. That that's you, so my weird. friend. And there's your special shout out. There you go. Please right. Don't uh, ever do that again. Yeah. Ginny, on to you, Gin. Go for it. Uh, I want to shout out, unshout out Verbal Rob for just, I don't know what you Rob, deserve. I don't know what you did to deserve that, but please don't make it happen again. Look, he knows. He knows why he wants that. Well, it was disgusting. Um, Look, he'll be loving that. Look, he'll be, he'll be like saving that little bit and have it as his ringtone. That's what he's going to do. I really yeah. doubt it will. He'll, uh, that, that, kiss, that kiss will be his text alert on his phone. You mark my words next week. When he gets a text, that's what he'll be hearing. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'll shout out um, Mark Annex because apparently... Minecraft again. Apparently, like, I shouted out everybody but him last week, but I can't remember if he was on this show or the, the other show that I do, so he's like... Mark, I like the way you shouted out everyone. Fucking hell, there's another big penis in the middle of my fucking house again. <laughs> I've just found it. <laughs> like, no, literally, this was not here like five minutes ago. And it's a massive penis. I'm like, <laughs> it's like someone's listening, listening to the show and doing stuff. You require a three-bedroom bisexual house chair in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Oh, I'm really it's getting to me now. <laughs> That's Everything. why we're doing it because it's getting to oh, you. My God. Fucking hell! It's just, ah, just a massive penis in my house. Yep. Well, you well you are in your house. That's true. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. If I had anything to do with it, there would not be a penis in your house. <sighs> so oh, I'm gonna yeah. tell John if John Mason listens to this. Fuck you, because that's that's him who did it. He he left a sign saying "fine ass?" question mark J five. <laughs> so it's definitely him. Uh, brilliant. He put a torch at the top of it. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, so that better not be. I'm just I'm just wondering if well, he's made just, it out of obsidian. Oh, I'm just wondering if he's made it out of obsidian because you can't chip. Obsidian well, with it. Yeah, I've got a question. How do you mine obsidian then? You have a dog and pickaxe. Uh, that would be funny if that's true. Anyway, look, get your shout. Finish your shout out. Yeah, uh, shout out Mark because apparently I didn't shout him out last time when I was talking about people uh, that were running the Minecraft server. I shout out, um, I don't know, God for not turning up at work because it doesn't do anything. Um, and shout out everybody who's been playing Minecraft. I'll shout out Murphy's Law because we played some co-op with whom. I'll shout out Iceman Marshy for the whole game with me. And that's about it. Done. 
There you go. Well, I have got a, further, a few further shout-outs, but I wanted to make sure Verbal Robs was on his own, so that one was done and dusted. Verbal Rob, Verbal um, Rob, Verbal Rob. But, yeah, I'd like to shout-out Mark Annies for inviting me in and letting me play the game in well, the Minecraft server, because really cool. Orty and IP, who came and gave me loads of cool stuff so I could do loads of cool stuff, gave me cold so I could make loads of glass to do all my glass stuff, so I was really kind of him. Uh, SLH for coming and helping me dig loads of sand up, and then we lost it all because it crashed, but thanks for that anyway. Uh, thanks for thinking my house was cool, because that was kind of cool as well. I just thought my house was really cool, because I've got an outdoor pool on a veranda overlooking the forest below, so that's kind of cool. And um, just pretty much everybody who was so friendly in the in the server, and Parsnip Nose, and, and I'm sorry if I missed people, Dana Dana was in there, and obviously Bongo the Same was in there, and... Just loads oh, of people. Everyone, everyone keeps putting fucking dicks in my house. Yeah, well, I didn't do any of that. Uh, but anyway, thank you for all of that, and it was really, really cool, and I'm loving it. So thanks ever so much for that, and that's it. And we need to get the house of you. So go, go, bye. See you. All that stuff. Bye. Damn it, I'm eating popcorn. Yeah. And actually, actually, I forgot to say. It caught in my throat, now it's sitting there taunting me. Uh, I, I actually forgot to say, G.H. Rocker as well. He he helped me build some stuff as well and gave me some planks and helped me get some wood. Do you like that, mate? Forgot him. I know. Well, I've shouted him out now. He'll be still be listening. He'll uh, never hear this. He will. He'll still listen. Uh-uh. Nobody nah, hears this. As soon as that song comes on, he's like... The show's over, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks, Antonio. You were very kind and helped me out. There's so many people <laughs> helped me out, though. It's remembering everybody. Uh, they've been really cool. And if you, what's really cool, if you have a question and go, I don't know, how do you do this? They'll go, all right, you need this and this and this, and then you can do that. So yes, it is a good thing about friends. It's brilliant. Uh, the only thing that's um, slightly um, irritating me, you can't. I what? wanted to make some coloured glass. I wanted some blue glass, but you can't make it. Nope. Can't make anything coloured. Nope. Uh, the nearest you get is sugarcane, which Parsip knows is used on his giant sandcastle. Uh, and it glows up green when you get lights behind it. So that's about as close to coloured glass as you're going to get. Ah, yeah, it looks kind of. Have you not seen his giant sandcastle? You can barely. Oh, miss yeah, it. He, apparently, like he, he was a certain size, and then he saw my house, and then he made it bigger. Oh, it's gigantic, and everybody's worried that there'll be no sand left in the world because he'll have it all in his house. Maybe. So, no, there isn't. I mean, there's tons of sand near me, so he hasn't obviously got to that beach yet. So I did think about that. I was like, what if we run out of stuff? Like, like, what if we run out of like cobblestone on all this? I don't know, but. What's particularly worrying is we're still talking about Minecraft after the show is finished. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna... I'm trying not to fall off this mountain. Ju, I'm trying to find this place I need to get to. Just get Minecraft, man. Just get it and try it. You'll love it. You're going to like it, man. I think even you could find some enjoyment in Bill. Look, did you ever build Lego as a kid? You must have done. Yeah, but I don't know. For some reason, this just doesn't seem... It's Honestly, until you get into a server with loads of other people... You I know, but I'm not paying 20 bucks to do that. Yeah, it's worth it, man. Oh, dragon, really? I have, There's a dragon uh, now? I have, no, <laughs> I have no problems with having paid that amount of money for a 100 megabyte download. I hear you, but you know what? I do, so there you go. Where are we at? Yeah. 
Kind of cool. Uh, by the way, in, Come on, Dragon, yeah. fight, let's fight. in the game Millionaire playing, there is no popping or anything like that at all. It only seems to be when you're online with someone else and they've built loads of stuff. So that does seem to be the issue with that. So. Fosrada. Uh, I guess that's it. So, right. Yeah. See you next week, I guess. I need a new headset. Yeah, get a new headset yep, for next I've ordered week. It. I've already ordered it. Cool. Coolio. So next week you'll be all cool again. I'll be back. Well, Ginny will be back, the diva, as always. Fuck off, dragon. <laughs> Come right, land fine. down here, then, if you think you're bad, stupid dragon. <laughs>